And good evening, everyone, from Elkhorn. The 2020 Class A State semifinals have the Carney Bearcats still alive against the storm of Elkhorn South. With our producer-engineer, Zane Jones, I'm Doug Duda with you here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, the third time these teams have played in Kearney's last 11 games because, of course, they were too short from the COVID earlier this year. And they will take on a team that eliminated them in the first round of the state football playoffs last year and that won on this field in overtime at the end of the regular season. Football all over the place. Numerous Tri-City and listening area teams are playing for a trip to the state finals. But late this afternoon, news coming down from the high school ranks that those state finals may not be held at Memorial Stadium. The city of Lincoln is suspending all sporting activities until into December, which could affect what the NSAA does with the state high school football championships. We have talked to a couple of people tonight, but cannot get confirmation. There is expected to be an announcement from the NSAA later this evening. We'll tell you what we do know. And again, this is not confirmed, but we do want to put it out there that the finals will most likely not take place at the state championships at Memorial Stadium and instead would go back to a home site. The date possibly could be next Friday. Again, that's just some of what we are hearing tonight where the better seated team would host next Friday. We do not have a confirmation on that, but those are what our sources are telling us as we go into this evening. So what that would mean is that Kearney High, Kearney Catholic, would most likely, well, would for sure go on the road if they are able to win tonight because that Cardi Catholic Adams Central game, which will kick off at 7 on ESPN 1460-1550, the other side of the bracket is the 2-3 and three seed in Pierce and St. Paul. So no matter what, the winner of that game would host the Adams Central Cardi Catholic winner. For Hastings High, they do set as the number two seed, and they would control their destiny because Plattsmouth knocked off number one Bennington. They're playing Aurora, so Hastings High, if they can win tonight against Elkhorn High, and again, both play on this beautiful turf field, the same field at Elkhorn Public Schools. Hastings could host a state championship, but again, this has not been confirmed. It's just what a few of our sources have told us may be announced later tonight. First thing is, got to win tonight to even worry about it, but unfortunately, it looks like we may be in that same situation we were at of the Boys State Basketball Tournament. We're going to see the finish line. It's just going to be tough to hit that finish line with all the restrictions coming down from COVID. Nonetheless, we should have a dandy here tonight. The Bearcats and Elkhorn South. We will hear from the head coaches, Guy Rosenberg of the Storm, followed up by the head coach of the Kearney High Bearcats, Brandon Cool, coming off that outstanding win last week down here at Bellevue West. In week one, they got to host Lincoln Northeast. Then they went down to Gretna, just down the road. We went right by the school on our way here into Elkhorn, where they are uh, after going to Bellevue last week, now here at Elkhorn South here tonight. A couple of games are in the books in our state football playoffs. The six-man championship is now set for next week at Foster Field in Kearney, and it will be top-ranked McCool Junction taking on Sterling. McCool Junction defeated Cody Kilgore 30-12, the closest game they'd had all year. In fact, every Cody or every McCool Junction win, there had been a running clock. And then Sterling holds off Arthur County in a dandy today, 60-58. to 58. 
They are already underway in Dunning in the second quarter. Sandhill Stedford and Fall City Sacred Heart are tied at 12 in a D2 semifinal. The other side of that has just kicked off a battle of unbeatens in Shickley, BDS, taking on Central Valley. The other 6 o'clock games besides ours in the uh, Tri-Cities is the Pierce-St. Paul game on the Breeze, 94.5. Ord is hosting defending state champion Oakland Craig in Class C2. And both of the D1 semifinals, Dundee County Stanton at Tri-County and Burwell in Stromsburg to take on Cross County. 7 o'clock tonight is our other Class A semifinal, Omaha Westside taking on Millard South. Also tonight, Aurora is welcoming in Plattsmouth. And in C2, UTAN is at Archbishop Bergen. But again, four radio games for you. Two are just getting underway. The St. Paul Pierce pregame on the Breeze 94.5. Our game here on Power 99 on 12:30 a.m. KHAS. Seven o'clock kickoff for Hastings hosting Elkhorn and Carney Catholic is at Adams Central. Pregame at 6:30. Kickoff at seven on ESPN 14:60 and 15:50. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, and we'll be back to talk to the coaches, starting with Guy Rosenberg of the Storm of Elkhorn South, as they are 9-1, looking to get to the state finals. They won back-to-back state championships earlier in the decade in Class B. Now they're trying to get there for the first time in Class A. It's coming up next on Power 99. I like small towns. This is home to me. I can't imagine being anywhere else. There's a sense of, of camaraderie, helping whenever you can. We are more caring because of that, because you know we want to do the best for our neighbors and our friends. When you hear that you have metastatic breast cancer, you get knocked down, and either you stay down, or you pick yourself up and you keep going. We are Nebraskans, and we are ultimately a family. It goes from there. Carlene is one of those that says, just do it and who will talk and who will joke with you and who will uh, cry with you. One of the things that I truly love about Mary Lanny is that we are an independent hospital. We don't have somebody out in California telling us how to run our hospital. At Mary Lanny, we can make things happen. I'm Carlene Springer, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show ahead of tonight's Class A state semifinal as Elkhorn South once again gets to host Carney High. A lot more on the line going on to tonight. Coach Guy Rosenberg of Storm joining us here. And Coach, a couple three that we could just get after right away. But where were you? I know it was late third quarter, I think it was, when the Carney High Bellevue West game got over. When did you first hear the result of that? Because I know your game was still going on. Right. Just just one of our coaches that was up in the press box um, mentioned it, you know, mentioned the score, just said, hey, that this score just came across. And, of course, we're always one of the big things that we preach to to our players is that it, you need to be in the present moment, you know, that you can't worry about what happened in the past. You can't worry about what's in the future, that you have to make sure that you're completely focused on the current moment and you owe that to your teammates. And so that was something that we didn't, you know, we didn't even discuss um, as a staff or with the players until after the game was already over. Yeah, no doubt about it. But I think you might be like us. Uh, being in the media, I, I don't know anybody in the world that didn't have Bellevue West and Omaha West side, even with our your team and Carney's team uh, playing in the state championship. Can you tell things are different with your kids? All of a sudden you might be a favorite instead of an underdog this week? Well, it's, it's, it's definitely been, um, you know, well, as, well, first of all, first of all, with, with Bellevue West, definitely – uh, they've been on a great run, and they're an outstanding team. But on the other hand, I remember, uh, I think it was 
maybe last year or the year before watching film uh, where the Carney took Bellevue West right down to the wire and almost beat them yep. in the playoffs. You know, the, the, the Bellevue West just kind of wriggled off the hook right there at the end. So, I mean, it was definitely, you know, you're right, you, you considered to be an upset. But on the other hand, we, we know firsthand of what an outstanding program Carney is and uh, just how great they are in all three phases of the game, how well coached they are and, and how physical and relentless. So um, it definitely was you know, maybe different than the uh, expected outcome that a lot of people had. But on the other hand, we know, we know that uh, with, with Carney, how outstanding they are. And again, the fact that they had taken Bellevue West to the, to the wire um, back in the past in the playoffs, that they, they, they finished the job and hats off to them. And we know that we've really got our, got our hands full with, with Carney, that they're an outstanding program. The obvious question, Coach Guy Rosenberg, Elkhorn Southwest is here, is how are the teams different? Third time that you've played Carney in 11 games, obviously played him in the playoffs last year when we last spoke, had him in the overtime game at the end of the regular season. There's always something different. What's different about the Carney High team you played three weeks ago, and what's different about your team? Well, I, I think with, with Carney, it was when we played them the first time, um, you know, talking to our players, we said, hey, don't be deceived by what the record is that's on paper in terms of, hey, these guys have played you know, Lincoln Southeast right down to the wire. They played uh, Bellevue West. They played Omaha West Side. And so let, let what you see on the film be your guide, not what you read in the newspapers. And I think that that definitely served, served us well for playing them. And, again, it came right down to the wire. And, and I think that, you know, Carney right now, they're playing as well as any team in the state, um, that their quarterback is outstanding. Everything is funneling through them. They've got a great coaching staff that, I think it's a thing, too, that we're not going to completely know um, what's different until um, the game tonight because I think that with Carney, that they do a great job of, of, of adapting. I'm having a strong identity, but on offense, of really going after defenses where they're weak. On defense, I think that they do an excellent job of really morphing from week to week to, to take away what you do best and make you fight left-handed. Um, so I think that, that, that they, they, they do a lot of the things that we'd like to think that we do on defense of really creating – uncertainty in the targeting of the offensive line and uncertainty in the mind of the quarterback and then special teams their special teams were huge against us and I know that they made a big positive difference in the Bellevue West game so uh, just we, we know that uh, hey just like the previous game that it's going to be one of those four quarter games and who knows maybe even like the last one a four quarter <laughs> plus game and, and uh, it's going to be a battle to see who the last man standing is. Elkhorn South football coach Guy Rosenberg with us here in the Hogemeyer pregame show. You kind of just touched on it, though, coach. That last game was fairly unusual. Carney had some miscues early on. You guys were able to step on the gas, and then later on in the game, we always talk special teams, but unless there's a mistake, you don't really look at it. And you guys had a couple problems with the punt game. What what was that? Have you got it fixed? Yes, uh, Lauren McFadden, who's our special teams coordinator, he's, he's outstanding at, at that job, and uh, just on there, that we, we feel like that you know, it wasn't a schematic flaw. It was a, an execution flaw, and so that's something that we take pride in. And, and again, though, that we know that, uh, that if there's any leaks, that Carney does a great job of finding them in, in the special teams game. So that we're definitely going to have to have it, have it strapped up um, because they pre- present an extreme challenge. Coach, one of the perceived, uh, I guess, advantages that you guys have, and we can look at the lineup, you got 300, 300, 265, 275, is that you are a bigger, possibly more physical team. You mentioned Carney tries to be physical, but it would look like you might be able to line up and, and run at them. Is that what your game plan is going to be? Well, that our goal going into to every game we play is to be the most physical team, and, and I think that definitely 
I would say that Kearney doesn't try to be physical. They are physical. They're one of the most physical teams in the state. And uh, that's what I think makes it such a great matchup. That it's two teams that pride, them, pride themselves on physicality and execution. And uh, we knew, say, last week when we went down to uh, play Lincoln Southeast that we wanted to be able to be the more physical team, and I think that we were last week. Um, and just our, our whole identity, what we like to hang our hat on, is we feel that, hey, if week in, week out, if we're the most physical team and we take care of the football, that, that the score takes care of itself. And so that's our goal is uh, ball security. Be, be strong and sound in the special teams and just be really physical on both sides of the ball, particularly up front on the lines. And with Philip, that's formula for, for winning football, that that's uh, kind of the identity that we, we strive to achieve. Coach, I know last year we had a little fun talking about settling in from Class B all those years to Class A and now obviously fitting right into the, to the Class A mix. We were talking with Bob Jensen earlier this week as Elkhorn High is playing Hastings tonight and the great number of Division One athletes that have come out of there to play football. Well, you guys have a Zadiska. You've got a Crouch. You've got Teddy Prohaska that's going to the Huskers. What is it about that area that is producing uh, such big-time talent over the years? Well, I, I think just overall, too, I think that uh, Elkhorn is just a strong football town. I mean, there's a strong a tradition of, of football success in Elkhorn. I know that there's a, a billboard up, and I think the local paper, the uh, Douglas County Post-Gazette, is going to do an article on just similarities um, you know, connections between uh, the, the current teams and this first, uh, the first Elkhorn State Championship team was 50 years ago. And so I think it's just a, a strong tradition of football in Elkhorn. And I think also, too, you know, you mentioned uh, Carson Crouch, our kicker, where his dad, Eric, and, uh, and then Ryan Wilkie, who's the dad of one of our other players, um, Coy Wilkie, they both were real instrumental in getting uh, the EAA formed the Elkhorn Athletic Association with Junior Storm Football, and I think that one of the reasons why um, that there's a lot of these great players that are coming out of the area is I think there's real strong youth football, that the middle school programs are strong, um, the Junior Storm program is strong, and I think that just that emphasis of kids growing up and, and loving football um, that really produces some some excellent players, and I think just really there's a big big peak right now just in, in in the state overall, just a real high level of football and a real high level of athlete with the um, year-round training that's going around where kids have also have access to, to outside sources. But I think with a lot of these guys, too, that just, uh, as, as you mentioned, Isaac Sadiska and Carson Crouch, you know, guys that, that have, uh, have have football last names where their dads were accomplished football players for Nebraska. But I think that they're, they're outstanding players in their own rights and, and, and have formed, you know, formed their own identity and, and, and their own accomplishments there. And I think that that's, um, really a tribute to them that they've gone out and and, uh, and just achieved on their own, and I know that their dads are really proud of them for that. Well, if this game is anything like the first couple, should be a dandy, Coach. We're looking forward to it, and the cool thing about this, the winner gets to go play for the state championship. So keep them healthy, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. Thanks for the time. Well, thank you very much for having me on. That's Guy Rosenberg, head coach of Elkhorn South. We'll be back and talk with Brandon Cool ahead of tonight's state championship game on Power 99 right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Look Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 
DeMilico Sports Fashions in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes. For your business, school, sports teams, and more, we offer custom screen printing, heat press, embroidery, and promotional products. DeMilico is known for outstanding artwork and quality products. Fidelka Heating and Air Conditioning in Kearney is proud of the coaches and student-athletes and wish them good luck on and off the field. You can depend on us at Fidelka Heating and Air Conditioning for all your heating, air conditioning, geothermal, and related services. Fidelka Heating and Air. It's hard to stop a train. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, Carney High, one win away from the state championship, and uh, Coach Brandon Cool joining us here as they get ready to take on Elkhorn South. And we got a chance to really rehash uh, last week on Monday's Doug and Daddy show. But Coach, uh, has the high come down? When when were you able to start focusing on South? Because I know you have to rein them in every time. Yeah, no, you're, that's a great question. I've had that question asked many times here. We talked about enjoying it. We're going to enjoy it. every victory here at Carney High School. And rightfully so, especially big uh, upset upset victories like we had last Friday night. And uh, told the kids, enjoy. You're going to get pats on the back in school on Monday. You're going to get uh, teachers and uh, your classmates and administrators. Uh, they're going to all pat you on your back. And then when 341 comes on Monday, let's get that switch flipped uh, to Elkhorn South. And I thought our kids did a good job. We walked through a lot of things and do some simple stuff on Monday. Got a little bit better on Tuesday. I thought Wednesday's practice was fantastic as you get yourself prepared for the state semifinals. What did you guys do differently against West last week than the first time around? Well, I think the biggest thing is you got to be able to stop their big play potential. We probably spent a little bit more time double-teaming a couple of their receivers, which we did the week before against Gretna. And then uh, we did a great job of doing a decent job of stopping the run. I know they ended up putting the the Johnson kid in their wildcat formation. They kind of ran it down our throat there towards the uh, end of the game. But uh, to get them out of their game plan, to get them out of their uh, offensive game plan was was huge for us. And then uh, from an offensive perspective, you know, I thought we just kind of stayed with what we wanted to do. We wanted to attack them with a little bit more of some three-by-one formations um, because they play a base 4-3 defense. They were worrying about where Caden Miller was located at, so they were trying to double-team him a little bit, which opens up your three-by-one scenario. And so it depends on how people are going to play us. Uh, We're going to go ahead and attack it one way or the other. Carney Bearcat coach Brandon Cool with us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrid pregame show on Power 99. That just leads me into what you have to do different this week against Elkhorn South. Uh, You've played 11 games, and this will be the third meeting, of course, the playoffs last year, the end of the regular season. I think we've seen, uh, and you'll probably agree, I think, uh, when you guys don't take care of the football, you get into some trouble. But Elkhorn South also had some punt situations that didn't go their way. Uh, What does have to happen a little bit better this time around? Yeah, we went back and analyzed that film. And like I told the kids in Wednesday's practice, there's a, we gave up a big post play there to start the game, and those are momentum breakers uh, when, you're, when you're on the road. And they were able to score to make it 7 nothing uh, fairly early in that football game, and then they stroked it again to make it 14 nothing. And during the first half, we had a couple penalties. We had a big uh, personal foul penalty that allowed them 
we were going to get off the field on third and long and ended up getting them a uh, first down. And then we had a big um, personal foul on the quarterback on a two-point uh, two conversion. Um, or excuse me, on a touchdown play, their second touchdown play, which they were able to kick off on the 45-yard line and just pinned us. We just, we just had terrible field position in that first half. So we, we mentioned, hey, you're going to have to take care of this some passing game stuff. I know they want to run the ball, but you're going to have to be one-on-one a little bit with the secondary. And then we're going to have to be really smart on uh, limiting our uh, penalties. Uh, just like last week, we had great field position. Give us good field position. Hopefully, we're going to take advantage of it. So, you're going to have to be consistent on offense. If you get pinned in deep into your own end zone, you're going to have to get some first downs, and you're going to make them. You're going to have to make them drive the entire field. Is that basically what it came down to against them the first time? Is that you just cleaned it up in the second half? Well, um, yeah, you know, you're down 14 nothing uh, week eight. Um, they had a couple miscues. Uh, in the punt game, which we took advantage of. And so we got a little momentum right before halftime and then came out and had a terrific drive to start the second half and able to score to, to tie up that ball game. And like I've been telling everybody, you try to find a game that you, you thought your kids really elevated their play. And I thought that overtime loss is where I really saw our team take that next step. I know we got beat, but at the end of the day, I think it's going to pay big dividends for us as we play those guys in the semifinals. I actually got to see a lot of that second half uh, that Elkhorn South played uh, against Lincoln Southeast. They really just seemed to shut Southeast offense completely down. I don't think Southeast was a juggernaut offensively all year. You saw that firsthand. But what is different about South and what they've done here in the playoffs? Well, uh, as you analyze, they had a bye, so they were able to get a little bit fresh. Then you come back, and they had two victories, 44 to nothing and, what, 28 to seven last week. Um, so they haven't put in a lot of, you know, tough, go-down-the-wire type games. And so they might be a little bit on the mentally fresher side than, than, what, than what we are. And so we're going to have to come out, and we're going to have to be ready to play four quarters of football. You're going to have to play another overtime scenario. Um, but you're going to have to do a great job of having great field position. You're going to have to stop the run. And uh, in order for us to survive, you're going to have to be consistent on offense. You think you played full four quarters in the playoffs in these last two games at least, Coach? I mean, obviously you got behind the eight ball against Gretna, and then you had the big lead in the fourth quarter last week. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, we we have not put everything together, and I think that's probably every head coach is probably going to make that comment. Uh, there's still some things that, hey, we do this a little bit better against Elkhorn South. We do this a little bit better against Elkhorn South. We're going to put ourselves in a great position uh, to win this football game. So, uh, no, we have not played our best football yet, and uh, it's one of those things where we're hoping to, hoping to uh, save it for uh, Elkhorn South here on Friday. Let's wrap it up with this. Brandon Cool, head coach, uh, kind of I was thinking about this earlier in the week. The U.S. beat Russia, and it wasn't for the gold medal. Well, you beat Bellevue West, and you still got two more to go, although getting to Lincoln is, uh, is that main, main goal, and see what happens if you can get there and, and play on a championship Monday. How's, the, how's that been from a mental standpoint this week? Do the kids realize where they're at? Uh, without a doubt. They understand the task at hand. Um, a lot of pats on the back from last week's victory, but, man, I really like how they focused up in the middle of the week. They understand that we're still the underdog. We still got to get on the bus. We still don't have a lot of people that might believe that we can get to Lincoln, Nebraska, and rightfully so. And so we have a little bit of a revenge factor because we got beat by them in, in overtime. But uh, we're going to hang our hat on uh, believing, believing in your teammates, believing in the guys that you've worked with, 
believing in the call and let's let's run that play and at the end of the day just get us in striking distance to give an opportunity to win this football game so like where we're at right now and uh, we'll see if we can't uh, cranking up one more notch uh, to get a chance to play in the state finals. Well, you guys seem to do a great job when it comes to adjustments, uh, whether whether you need to change things up a little bit or just uh, put your foot on the gas. Uh, it should be a fun game, and uh, Coach, always appreciate the time, and uh, best of luck tonight. I appreciate your coverage. That's Brandon Cool, head coach of your Carney Bearcats, and we'll be back with the starting lineups ahead of tonight's Class A state semifinal in a moment. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now. But if you want to take advantage of in-stock incentives, first pick on their 2021 inventory, or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and shop the full lineup of Tigas and exclusive StarCraft deck boats. They also have great buys on fishing boats and pontoons. The biggest selection from the east to the west coast. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. And welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99. Doug Duda with you, as well as PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lincoln, Lexington, and Holdridge. We're getting ready for the Class A state football semifinals. The Bearcats made it all the way to Lincoln in 2017, but they were the number one seed and got to stay at home all the way. Of course, with that last second field goal to advance on to the state championship where they would eventually fall to Omaha North. They also made it and won it all back in 2006, ironically, against a West Side team that they may have to face if they win here tonight. Starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for Elkhorn South. The center, number 63, 6'4", 270-pound senior, Isaac Zadiska. The tackles, the Nebraska signee or commit, however you want to look at it, number 64, 6'9", 300-pound senior, Teddy Prohaska. And number 52, 6'2", 280-pound senior, Cooper Taylor. The guards are number 55, 6'2", 265-pound senior, Carter Richardson. And number 70, 6'4", 300-pound junior, Chase M6. So they are big up front. At end, number 38, 5'8", 165-pound senior, Guy Hunt. The other wide receivers are number 1, 5'10", 160-pound senior, Trevor Winterstein, along with number 10, 6'4", 185-pound senior, Ben Morrow, and number 13, 6'4", 215-pound senior, Zach Mishner. The running back, number 5, 5'11", 165-pound sophomore, Cole Ballard, and the quarterback, number 14, 6'1", 185-pound senior, Dylan Krause. The head coach of the Elkhorn South Storm is Guy Rosenberg. They are 9-1 and one on this football season. The only game they lost was Week 2 to Class A Millard South, 17-14. For the Kearney High Bearcats, their starting lineup at center, number 58, 6'1", 265-pound senior, Aiden Brummer. At left guard, number 53, 6'2", 255-pound senior, Carter Krause. And number 60, 5'8", 200-pound junior, Evan Poland. 
At the left tackle, number 73, six foot, 260 pound senior, Colden Grassmeyer. And the right tackle, number 55, 6'3", 245 pound senior, Gabe Van Winkle. At tight end, number 44, 6'3", 210 pound senior, Peter Glant. Your other wide receivers are number 10, 5'11", 165-pound junior, Caden Miller. Number 15, 6'170", pound senior, Seth Altwine. The H-back is number 13, one of the heroes of last week, obviously, 6'190", pound senior, Alex Shaw, who scored that two-point conversion to win the game. The I-back is number 27, 6'200", pound junior, Parker Wise. And the quarterback of the Bearcats, number 6, 6'2", 205-pound senior, Preston Pearson. The Bearcats have played nine games. They are 5-4 and four on the season. They have made it through the playoffs by beating Lincoln Northeast at home and then the 30-28 win over Gretna and, of course, last week's 41-40 overtime win over Bellevue West. The head coach is Brandon Cool, assisted by Brad Archer, Steve Cherry, Brian Haas, Chad Carr, Pete Krupp, Kyle Peters, Josh Redmond, Brecken Reed, Brady Roeder, Riley Shoemaker, and Darren Van Winkle. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Kearney won the toss. They have decided to defer, so Elkhorn South will get the ball to start the game when we return. And you've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. The Class A state semifinals are next on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Hastings, Grand Island, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. Dover Steam Roofing proudly supports this broadcast and wish all the athletes good luck in today's competition. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing and Carney will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With over 50 years of experience, they know how to get the job done right. They handle asphalt, shingles, or rubber covering of your residential or business roof. Doberstein Roofing, the only name you need to know. Doberstein Roofing, where quality isn't expensive, it's priceless. We are ready to get this state football semifinal underway as the Bearcats will boot it away. The ball placed high into the air there by Carney kicker James Dakin. It will be taken at the nine-yard line. Up to the 10, the number's 20. Trying to juke outside is going to be Ethan Diedrichson. He'll get to the 25, and he'll be pushed out of bounds right there at about the 26-yard line, and that's where Elkhorn South will come out. Will they take a page out of the Bellevue West fourth quarter playbook last week where they changed their offense, went wildcat, and just ran up over the Bearcats, kind of similar to what we saw in that 2017 championship game. Or will they throw the ball all over the field like they usually do? They spread it out, and Krause will hand it on a stretch play here to Cole Ballard. Ballard gets to the 29, stretches it across the 30, and that'll be a gain of three on the first carry of the football game. We're underway here in the state semifinals. Ball on the far hash. Elkhorn South likes to go quickly. They will no huddle, but again, they'll kind of look at those wristbands, use a little bit of the play clock, and set things up. Twins to the right. 
And they'll hand it off again. Off left side, pull it back. It's going to be your quarterback, Krause. Krause comes up for two yards off the right tackle to the 33-yard line. And it'll be third down and four. Need to get out to the 37-yard line. So three on first down, three on second down. Slot right is Trevor Winterstein. Checking things out, Coy Wilkie. Wilkie splits out wide to the left side. He's going to sit there as the slot. Third down and four, opening drive. Want to throw a little wide receiver screen out here to Winterstein. It's complete. He gets to the 35, breaks a tackle 40, and he'll be brought down at the 45-yard line by Alex Shaw, able to juke past Carney's Caden Miller, who was trying to size him up two yards short of the first down, but didn't work. And that's going to be a gain of 14 yards out to the 47-yard line on a little wide receiver screen to get this football game's first first down. As you can hear, the wind is definitely blowing just like it is back home in Kearney. It's been blowing all day. 40 degrees here in Elkhorn at kickoff. Feels like 33. They say the wind's at 11 out of the south-southeast. Ball on the near hash, little wide receiver screen the other way to Winterstein, trying to use his speed, gets into Carney territory, and then they'll drive him out of bounds into the Carney bench, just short of the 49-yard line. Going to be a gain on the play of four, and it'll be second down and a long six. That time, all the juking from Winterstein just helped more of the Bearcats come over and rally in on the tackle, leading the way, Miguel Molina. Second down and six in Carney territory, and they'll hand it off up the middle. The tackle is going to be made inside the 45 at the 44-yard line by DeAndra Ndugwa. He had a good playoff series so far this year. Going to be a gain of five for Ballard, and that'll bring up third down and one. Those big boys up front running out of that pistol formation. They'll just hand it off again. Ballard's hitting the backfield, and he tried to stretch for it. I don't know if they're going to give it to him. The official on the near side, yes. Now the official on the far side sneaks in for about a half yard. And they're going to say short, fourth down. No gain on the play. Personnel changes running out on the field. And it looks like they'll go for it. Fourth down and a half a yard at the Bearcat 44-yard line. The opening drive of this ball game, they've chewed up three minutes. It's the power package. Three backs in the backfield for the quarterback, Krause. He'll turn. He'll hand it off at the right side at the first down and more inside the 40 to about the 39-yard line. And they just had all the big boys up front there to cover for Cole Ballard. And a gain of four on the play. So enough for the second first down here. And Elkhorn South on the opening drive. Remember, they got off to the quick start, only doing it through the air the first time they met earlier this year against Elkhorn South. First and 10 on the jet sweep. They'll hand it off to Winterstein, trying to get from right to left, gets by one man, and then he'll be brought down at about the 36-yard line by Jack Johnson. A gain of four on the play for Winterstein. So they're trying to keep him involved. They've already thrown the ball to him twice for a 14 and a four-yard gain. And now Winterstein with a short gain here on the jet sweep of four. Second down and six. Had it to Ballard straight up the middle. Bounces off one man inside the 35. They stack him up at the 33-yard line. So not big plays on the ground, but enough that three yards and a cloud of dust is going to move those chains. 
7.55 and counting here in the first quarter. A drive that started at the South 27. They're at the Kearney 33. Third down and short. Do they give it to Ballard again? Yes, they do. And he is again going to be short of the first down. This time it's going to be a little bit farther to go. And here comes Jumbo Package again, bringing in Ben Ole and Sam Hoskinson. 230 and 250. Just a one-yard gain that time for Ballard. And it's going to be fourth down and a short two. If the ball touches the 30, they'll have it. They're on the 32. They put those big boys up front in front of the quarterback, Krause. He hands it off over the right side. He's not going to get it. Carney stops him on fourth down. They had him behind the line of scrimmage. He spun off and at least got back to the original line of scrimmage, but was unable to move any farther. So the jumbo package didn't work that time. And Carney High comes up with a fourth down stop. The Bearcats will take over at their own 32-yard line. First down and 10. Elkhorn South chewed up four minutes and 50 seconds on that opening drive and never took a shot down the field. Of course, they would be going into the wind that we do have here at beautiful Elkhorn Stadium. So let's see what the Bearcats can do on their first try on offense. Again, it's a wind kind of blowing in our face up here at the press box. Might catch us a couple of times. Three wideouts, twin to the short side right. And Preston Pearson with Parker Wise in front of him. Going to run option. Pitch it out to Wise. Gets the corner. Runs over a man at the 35. And is shoved out of bounds near the 37-yard line. Pretty good gain on the first play. That was almost right down the line of scrimmage to Wise. Usually you see that option. The pitch is going to go backwards. That almost went forward. It's going to be a gain of five on the play. And Wise will pick up second down and five here for Carney High. Don't take long. Go four wides. Twins to both sides. Again, they're near the hash, near the Carney sideline. And in motion, they'll move. Johnson from right to left, trips to the wide side. Little wide receiver screen out here to Miller. Well covered by South. Miller breaks a tackle, but there's just too many jerseys there for the storm. And they're dark blue and gold. He's going to get about a yard out to the 38-yard line. It'll be third down and all of four. So a one-yard completion. And let's see if the Bearcats can pick up a first down. After stopping Elkhorn South, who had driven it down the field from their own 27 to the Bearcat 32. But that was the best they could do. So Caden Miller will split out all by himself to the wide side, right side. Weiss in the backfield here. With your quarterback, Preston Pearson, third and a long four. Pearson stands in the pocket, has time, over the middle, compete to Peter Glant. He reaches the football that hit the ground. That should not be a fumble. That is down by contact, and the official league is exactly on top of it. Glant was reaching for the first down, which he didn't have to do. It's complete for a five-yard completion, and Carney High will get the first down. But as he stretched out, he slammed the ball on the turf. It popped up in the air. South grabbed it and started the other way. But the ground caused the fumble, and Carney High gets the first down. Coach Cool and the guys might tell Peter, and eh, not unless we're at the last play of the game. Trips to the right side now. First and 10 at the 44. Pearson with Weiss to his left. He's going to hand it to Parker up the middle. Forget about it. Absolutely nowhere to go. Cooper Taylor comes charging through there and catches him in the backfield for a two-yard loss. This will be one of the big keys. As we said 
you heard Coach Rosenberg says Carney's a physical team. So is Elkhorn South, and they're a bigger physical team. When Carney has to keep them honest with that play in between the tackles, they have to at least get back to the line of scrimmage. They don't want to go backwards on these runs because then if you're forced to throw half of your playbook away, it makes it a little easier for Elkhorn South. So second down and 12, Bearcats at their own 42. Scoreless with 5.20 to go in the first quarter. Pearson, three-step drop, looking deep, nowhere to go. Now he scrambles around the left side, gets a block to the 45. Cuts it outside, breaks a tackle 50 into storm territory at the 45. It's a first down. Great effort by quarterback Preston Pearson on a 13-yard run. Broke a couple of tackles, got a nice downfield block out here from his out. I thought he might have had Peter Clamp right over the middle, decided not to throw it to him. His wideouts were all running fairly deep patterns, and Pearson, patient, didn't chance it, tucked it up, and made the first down. So each team with two first downs on their opening possession, first and 10 at the Storm, 45-yard line. Miller, one-on-one out there with Winterstein covering him all the way to the Kearney sideline. In motion is going to be Max Myers. And they'll run option to the wide side. Pitch it to Weiss. Oh, it was behind him, but he makes a great left-handed catch, and he's up the field to the 40 and near the first down at the 35. The pitch was well behind him, and he stuck that left hand out there and grabbed it, and he's got the first down. Great play by Weiss. That could have been a disaster. I think that is just the key to the game. We talked about it with the head coach, Brandon Cool, in the pregame. When the Bearcats take care of the ball, they're winning. When they don't, they either get behind or they just flat lose to all these top 10 teams that they have played. And those turnovers got them into early trouble in the first meeting with Elkhorn South. Down to 4.15 to go here in the first quarter. We're scoreless. Carney's first possession now at the Storm 35. Four wideouts for Pearson. Fakes the handoff over the middle. It's complete for a short gain to the 27-yard line. Well, maybe a little more than a short gain. Seven yards, maybe eight. He goes to Jack Johnson, by the way. Eight-yard completion and efficient here in the early going for the Bearcats. Second down and two at the 27 of the Storm. Trying to avoid those big linemen. It's a three-down lineman look. Now they'll sneak up a fourth. Weiss will shift to the short side. There's some movement along the line, and we are going to get flags. Of course, South is pointing to Carney. Carney not really pointing at all. But both of the right sides, including Teddy Prohaska, the defensive end, came across, but they were drawn off by Carney. Second down and seven, the first penalty of the ball game. So it looked like maybe the left tackle for the Bearcats just sneezed a little bit out there. It was enough to get Elkhorn South to jump. And so the Bearcats will have a little bit longer yardage situation, but second and seven. If they didn't get the big gain on first, then we'd be in a little bit of trouble here for the Bearcats. Again, other football going on tonight. We will keep you up to date, and you can follow along with the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Check it out. On second down and seven. Now Weiss shifts to the left side. Option play that way. Wants to throw. Little stop pattern out here. Sitting down at the 25-yard line is Cade Miller. That's enough for the first down. It's the same kind of a look a hook and lateral will have. They sold him hard on the option play, and then Pearson just put his foot in the ground and completes it for seven yards, and he's four for four here in the early going. Nothing too big time as far as down the field. One yard, five yard, eight yard, seven yard. So four for four for 21 yards, and the Bearcats pick up another first down. 
at the 25-yard line, started at their own 32. Towards the near side, they want to run option wide side. Pearson's just going to keep it and run right into the big old arms of those Elkhorn South defensive ends. He'll come up for about two to the 23-yard line, and we have a player down, and it's on the Elkhorn South side of the field. Somebody got run over or stepped on. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, taking care of you, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. We will take a break. It is scoreless here in the first quarter. 2.33 to go. Carney close to the red zone. Second and eight at the Storm 23 when we return. Ryan Redinger would like to wish all of the Kearney area athletes good luck in their competition this week. As the owner of O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, Ryan knows that everyone's game of life comes to an end someday, and he wants you to know that he and his staff are here to create healing moments for you and your loved ones. The staff at O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home knows a loving event celebrates the choices they made, the relationship you shared, and honors their memory. Give them a call today at 308 234 With harvest here, it's time to start thinking ahead to the 2021 growing season. At Prairie Valley, we know that getting the right seed placed on the right acres is the first step to seeing big yields in the combine. With over 100 years of knowing your local growing environment, paired with Prairie Valley's unique selection criteria, we can bring forward products that perform consistently on your farm. Talk with one of our Prairie Valley seed professionals today to learn more about our loyalty and turn row incentives. Visit us at prairievalleyseeds.com. Prairie Valley, grow without limits. Out of the injury timeout, rolling out, taking a shot into the end zone for Miller, but he's well covered, and Pearson will just kind of overthrow him intentionally here. And that's the first incompletion of the ball game against the outstanding defensive back Trevor Winterstein. The injured player was Carter Richardson, defensive lineman, offensive guard. Walked off under his own power, but he sure didn't jog off the field. He just kind of gingerly came off. They didn't have to help him, so it didn't look like an ankle or a knee maybe, but uh, they'll get him worked out over here on the sideline, get him ready to go. All right, Carney now, third down and eight at the Storm 23-yard line. See if they can pick up some yardage here on third and eight. Pearson stands in the pocket, pressure from the backside, throws over the middle, overthrows Glant. And luckily it bounces in front of the free safety at the 10-yard line. And now you think field goal, 40 yards with a little wind aiding the Bearcats here. And so Kearney makes a nice march down the field. But they're going to end up attempting a field goal here. And this has been kind of a coin flip lately. Extra points and field goals. Joey Falk, the safety that was hoping he could get another couple yards. Here's the kick away. It's got plenty of distance, and this kick is good, and Carney has scored first in the Class A state semifinals, a 40-yarder off the right hash, and the Bearcats, James Dakin, no problem there. 2.15 to go, opening quarter, Carney 3, Elkhorn South, nothing on Power 99. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. 
Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. James Dakin decides not to mess around and pounds this kick through the end zone at Elkhorn South will take over at their own 20-yard line. Again, South didn't do anything crazy those first possession. It was a lot of run to Cole Ballard. They had a little jet sweep with Trevor and uh, Winterstein uh, had the jet sweep and two completions. He had two wide receiver screens on back-to-back plays. He broke a tackle the first time and got 14. He didn't the second time and got four. So Dylan Krause sets him down, send the wing back in motion, option play to the short side here, looking for some running room, gets a block to the 20 and up to the 24-yard line. Still believe that's Cole Ballard, though, that carried the football. Nope, that's going to be Blake Daly. They've got a ton of guys that will carry the football, and Daly able to pick up five out to the 25-yard line. So... Doing it patiently, the Storm. Again, they'll send him in motion, fake the pass. Now they'll dump it over the middle. Oh, and it just got into the hands there of Ben Warren, and he gets across the 30 to the 33. I think he thought it was going to be picked off. Carney flashed right in front of him. It's a nice gain on the play here of seven, maybe like at eight yards. And Krause is three for three. There was some pressure coming right up the middle there for the Bearcats. I'm not sure that Krause saw him. Split out wide to the left here is Nate Hosing. Twins to the right side here. Half back in that left slot. And a quarterback keeper looking for some room. Krause tries to follow the big man, Cooper Taylor. Crosses the 35 out to the 37-yard line. A gain of four more. Second carry there for Krause. It'll be second down. We'll call it about six yards to go at their own 38. Three-nothing Bearcats just nailed the 40-yard field on their first possession. One minute to go here in a fairly fast-moving first quarter of play. They'll put Winterstein out here to the right side. Quarterback draw, breaks a tackle, but not the second one. Carney's able to get in there and drop him at the line of scrimmage. Peter Glant with the tackle, but it all started there with Caden Johnson coming back in there and messing things up. And we have got another injured. Oh, is this the quarterback? Krause is slow to get up. Krause is in a crouch position here. After making a one-yard gain on the play, and you hate to see this, starting quarterback for Elkhorn South down, and it looks like they're working on his right ankle, if not leg. And we have our second injury here to a member of the Elkhorn South Storm. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Let's take a quick break here, and we'll come back and give you an update it's 3-0 Carney, 43 seconds to go, first quarter on Power 99. Domilico Sports Fashions in Carney is a proud supporter of all area athletes. For your business, school, sports teams, and more, we offer custom screen printing, heat press, embroidery, and promotional products. Domilico is known for outstanding artwork and quality products. 
Fidelke Heating and Air Conditioning in Kearney is proud of the coaches and student athletes and wish them good luck on and off the field. You can depend on us at Fidelke Heating and Air Conditioning for all your heating, air conditioning, geothermal, and related services. Fidelke Heating and Air. It's hard to stop a train. Well, it does not. Krause is needing help. Uh, not the doctor. This is a look like a sprained ankle. He's not putting much weight on that right ankle and he will be helped off the field and let's see if he can get cleaned up and get back into this football game here for Elkhorn South. So they face a third down and a long four. And we'll try to pick up who the backup quarterback is here for Elkhorn South. I think it's Trevor Rosno. And they'll take the snap. He's going to throw. Rolls out. He's a lefty. Out here in the flat, and he overshoots him. And, of course, it's Will Scratus. Number 19 is your backup quarterback. Will is a junior, 6'1", 175 pounds. And, of course, at this level, you know, you're looking at kids that uh, can throw the ball all the time. So there was no doubt that they had confidence in him throwing the football. Just incomplete. And we will have our first punt of this football game. With the time winding down, 34 seconds off that incomplete pass, low line drive kick into the wind, and they try to take it out of the air. Miller fumbled it. They're still fighting for it, but I think they're going to give Carney the ball. He will get it at the 43. That was only a 22-yard punt, and Carney gets a little bit of a return, but Miller decided, you know what, I'm not going to let this thing bounce and get away from me and give him a long, long run. And Caden tried to take it on the dead run and just bobbled it a little bit. But Carney's got good field position now. They'll have it at their own 43-yard line. And let's see what Coach Cool does. Does he take his shot down the field here with the wind at their back? First down and 10 at their own 43, already up 3 to nothing. Preston Pearson takes the snap, looks out here in the flat, jumping the route. It's knocked away. Caden Miller, but Trevor Winterstein jumped the route and deflected it out of there. You also had Makai Nelson-Douglas, who we will not be surprised to see run the ball later in this contest. Let's take a look at the high school football scoreboard from PlatteRiverPreps.com. Other games that are going on, Pierce has a 7-0 lead over St. Paul in the first quarter. Ord and Oakland Craig are 7-7 in the first quarter. In D1, Tri-County, Dundee County, Stratton. Stratton, uh, Dundee County leads it 8-0. Cross County up on Burwell, 22-7. Second and 10, here comes the blitz. Pearson over the middle. He's got his man, Johnson, and he fumbled the football. It's loose on the turf, and Elkhorn South has it at their own 45-yard line. Jack Johnson caught it, got drilled in the back. They're still fighting for it. We have not seen any indication, but South jumped on it, and now they give it to Elkhorn South after the wrestling match comes to an end here. Johnson was battling for it, but Elkhorn South comes off the bottom of the pile with the football. Coming out of there with it is Dominic Hooker. And that gets the home crowd going here on the fumble recovery at the Elkhorn South 45-yard line. So Carney had a completion there of 12 yards, but the fumble. And first down and 10 now for Elkhorn South. 
In motion out of the backfield is running back Cole Ballard. Quarterback keeper off the left side. It's the backup still and Will Stratus, and he'll bring it up to the 49. That's a gain of four. Again, Dylan Krause injured on the last series. And so Will Stratus comes in as the backup, and they try to get him involved here right away. Going to be a of four yards, and that'll be the final play of the first quarter. Carney High with a 40-yard field goal and then the fumble after one of the Class A state semifinal. Bearcats three, Elkhorn South nothing on Power 99. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first, on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Elkhorn South, a little pass behind the line of scrimmage. It's complete, but Caden Miller gets in there and drops the wide receiver, Blake Daly. They're running him out of that halfback, and he drops him at the line of scrimmage. Lucky that he held on, and a loss on the play there of four yards on that completed pass, actually. And that'll bring up third down and ten. Elkhorn South at their own 45. Carney High trying to get a three and out after they fumbled it away. Now the wind at the back about... 10 to 15 miles an hour for the backup quarterback. Low snap. He'll take it. He'll stand up. He'll fire it. It's complete and breaking a tackle and getting the first down into Carney territory at the 45 and down to the 43-yard line. Nice reception by Zach Mishner. And a good, good conversion there on third down and 10. It's going to be a gain of 13 on the play. Three first downs in the first quarter for Elkhorn South, four for Carney High. Daly now in the slot to the right side. As they go hurry up, they send him in motion. They'll give it to him on the jet sweep, trying to get outside on a stiff arm, but Jack Johnson says no way and drops him for a one-yard loss. So Daly, they used Trevor Winterstein in the first quarter this way. Now they're using Daly. It'll be second down and 11 here for the Storm, trailing three to nothing. But Carney High in better shape after the first quarter of this meeting than the one in the regular season. Daly in motion again. Fake it to him. They'll keep it in the Ibex hand. And Cole Ballard comes off right tackle inside the 40. He'll get to about the 37-yard line. So a good gain of six on the play. That's his biggest run of the night. He had seven carries for 16 yards in the first quarter of play. And it'll be third down. Officially call it five at the Kearney 37-yard line. Again, motion from right to left. Fake the jet sweep. Give it to Ballard off the left side. Breaks a tackle and stretches inside the 30 for the first down. They'll say that's where his knee hit. It's going to be a gain of six on the play. And so two third down conversions here for Elkhorn South. And they're on the move again. Their first 
drive stalled at the 32-yard line of Carney. Carney then took it down to the 23 and had to settle for that 40-yard Dakin field goal, and that's our only points. Again, the other Class A semifinal between uh, South and West Side doesn't kick off until 7 o'clock. Out of the shotgun, and we have got whistles, and I think a timeout going to be called here. You had put Guy Hunt in the backfield. It was a different-looking set, and Coach Rosenberg didn't like it. Again, Dylan Krause is out of the football game right now, and backup quarterback Will Stratus is in there. 9.47 to go in the first half. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Bearcats 3, Storm nothing. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Carney High had their National Letter of Intent signing day Wednesday. Six athletes signed. We're going to hear from Lily Novacek and Easton Bruce coming up during our Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Right now, first down and 10. And out of the backfield, they'll hand it off and then pull it back into the hands there of their quarterback, Stratus. I had Jack Johnson over here with a big tackle, but instead, Stratus is able to get back to the original line of scrimmage. Maybe, I'm going to even say his knee hit behind the line for a loss of one. So good fake out on that one, but the ball stays in the hands of Elkhorn South's quarterback, and it's second down and 11. Ben Morrow right next to the bench here gets the signal. Twins in the backfield flanking the quarterback in Stratus. And on the stretch play, he'll hand it off over the left side, and this time Cole Ballard gets inside the 30 to about the 26, and that's a gain of six. 34 yards now for Ballard. That'll bring up third down and five. And again, remember, they've got an incredible kicker in Carson Crouch. And so with the wind at his back, if they don't get another yard, you'd be looking at a 43-yard field goal. Third down and five. Ball at the Bearcat 26. 3-0 Carney. They will send Winterstein in motion. Trips to the right side. Quarterback keeper, Stratus, nothing. Got a yard. And then he runs into the wall of blue and white. Jack Johnson in there. Preston Pearson came in from his defensive back spot. That's a gain of one, and it's going to be fourth down now. And four to go, and I don't see the kicker coming in. So instead of trying to tie this ball game, and Crouch can hit him from 50, they're going to go for it. Trips to the right side. Stratus, the quarterback, rolls that way, has all day, throws it underneath, caught but tackled short. Preston Pearson able to make the tackle at the 23-yard line on the rollout to Cole Ballard. A gain of only three. And Carney, for the second time, stops the storm on fourth down. So here we go. Bearcats take over at the 24-yard line. Leading it 3 to nothing. 8.05 to go here in quarter number two. The state Class A championships. The winner to the state final, and as of this afternoon, we cannot say they're going to Memorial Stadium. We'll talk about that more at half. The city of Lincoln made some changes today. Motion from left to right, option to the wide side. Quick pitch out here to Parker Weiss. Needs a block, didn't really get one. He'll stick the ball out to the 25-yard line. That's a gain of one on the play. 
There was just too many people out here for Max Myers to try to block. He did what he could, but it was well read. Weiss had three carries for 13 yards in the first quarter. Pearson had two carries for 15 yards, and he was 5 of 7 through the air for 33 yards. Second down and nine after a one-yard gain. Pearson trots to the sideline, then comes back over here to the near hash or far from the Carney sideline. Twins to the wide side, tight end to the right. Pearson fakes it over the middle, pop pass Johnson complete, 30-35 down the middle of the field, 40-45, and he's going to be brought down at the 48-yard line, a gain of 23 for Jack Johnson, and that's the biggest offensive play of the night for the Bearcats, and that time Johnson put both arms around that football and just took it right down the middle of the field, picked up about 15 after the reception, Johnson's going to come out of the ball game, and Trevor Cumston will take his place. Cumston will split out to the left with Myers. On the right side is Seth Altwine. First and 10 at their own 48. Four linemen, and it'll be quarterback Reed. Pearson trying to get up the middle, nowhere to go. Coming through on the blitz is Bo Weisler. He makes the tackle, and it's going to be maybe a half-yard loss. We'll say it's second down and 11. Again, a reminder... St. Paul and Pierce are currently on the breeze, 94.5. We have the pregame going for Kearney Catholic Adams Central on ESPN 1460 and 1550. That kicks off at 7. 3 nothing Kearney, 6.5 to go here in the first half. Bearcats have it second and 11 at their own 47. Four wide again. It'll be option. Pearson has to keep it fumble to football. Elkhorn South has it. The second turnover of the half. The ball knocked out of there and covered by Coy Wilkie. And Elkhorn South will take over at the Bearcat 43-yard line. Pearson didn't have any time to make a decision because coming in from the right defensive end position, he had Parker Weiss squared up, so he faked the pitch, and then when he tried to bring it back in, the ball got knocked away. Second turnover. And before we can get this play going, looks like we've got a penalty flag, the first one of the ball game on Elkhorn South. Carney had one illegal procedure in the first quarter, and this is the first penalty of the ball game, an illegal procedure here on Elkhorn South. So that'll back them up five yards and mark it at the 48. So first down and 15. Carney was able to keep him off the board on the last turnover. Johnson got popped in the back after he made a reception. Here the ball just knocked out of Pearson's hand. Three down lineman for the Bearcats. Running the 3-4. Quick little wide receiver screen out here. It's juggled and dropped by Nate Hosing. Again, it's not ice cold out here, but the last couple of weeks haven't been any great uh, hot streak after we've seen some pretty good weather this season. And the ball will fall incomplete. Again, One of the big stories is starting quarterback Dylan Krause was injured in the final minute of the first quarter, and so junior Will Stratus is your quarterback right now. Through the air, he is three for five. In motion will be Ben Warren. They will give it to him on the right side, but Jack Johnson's there and brings him down after a gain of one. Warren, his first carry, he's one of the top three rushers on this football team. And it'll be third down and 14 at the Bearcat 47-yard line. Carney's defense really good here through the first quarter and a half. 
We're down to 5.45 and counting in the first quarter. The only points of 40-yard James Dakin field goal, 3-0, Carney High. Clock ticking, two timeouts remaining for the Storm. Carney has all three. Now the Bearcats look to blitz. They'll back out of it, backing to pass, looking, looking. Stratus has time, now fires over the middle, complete breaking a tackle and getting the first down to the 31-yard line is Nate Hosing. So he dropped one just a moment ago. Here he hauls one in for a 16-yard gain, and they'll keep the chains a-moving. That is the third third down conversion of over six yards here in this quarter. In this, Uh-oh, we got a flag. Didn't see it. We got a flag, and that usually means holding, and that's what it is. Now, remember, Scratis did have a long time back there, but you just kind of give credit to Prohaska and the big boys. So wipe out the completion, and Carney now has to take advantage of this. That hold backs them up to their own 41-yard line. It is third down and 25. Four wideouts here. Will they just run it and take what they can get? Nope. little quick pop pass out here on a wide receiver screen to the 45 and then decleated up at the 47-yard line. Peter Glant just took him off his feet. They'll mark it down at the 48 as Mishner hauls it in for a short game. It's going to be fourth down and 19. So a seven-yard completion there. And a punt coming up. Again, that last one was a line drive that only went 22 yards. This one with the wind at the back. Miller stands at his 15. And this one popped up in the air. Nice spiral. Fair catch called for. He'll take it at the 16-yard line. A 37-yard punt and no return. But the Bearcats defense, after the second turnover of the half, pushes Elkhorn South back. They were farther away than when they recovered the fumble. But Carney now has to start at their own 16, the worst starting field position for either team here in the first half. Doug Dudo along with our producer engineer Zane Jones on KKPR-FM. Carney, Amherst, Pleasanton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Four and a half to go in the first half. Three-nothing Carney. And Carney's turned it over twice. Preston Pearson out of the shotgun with Parker Weiss to his left. Twins left and right. Parker Weiss takes it, looks for some running room, uses the stiff arm, then gets hit at the 23, or excuse me, the 19, and going to be shoved down right there. Short gain on the play of about two. Weiss did a good job of shaking off first contact, but Elkhorn South using that bulk up front. It'll be second down and eight. Key here for the Bearcats, and I'm sure Coach Cool's thinking this going into the win. Find a way to grind out a couple of first downs. Even if you don't score, just run this half out as we're under four minutes. Second down and eight. Pierce it on the near side. Looking over the middle. He's got pressure. He's going to have to scramble. Plus, there's a flag. He picked up a couple to the 21. Making the tackle for Elkhorn South, Maverick Noonan. I mean, how about these names? Noonan, Zadiska, <laughs> Crouch. And you heard Coach Rosenberg talk about that. He also told me off air in the pregame that some of those folks had done such a good job of starting the youth facilities in here in the youth programs. Because, as we said, Elkhorn South and Elkhorn High both playing in the state semifinals tonight. And the referee... Calling, holding on the Bearcats at the 15, so that'll be a half the distance to the goal penalty. Call it an eight-yarder, and the Bearcats are at their own seven. 
They need to get to the 26, so it's second down and 19. 3.45 to go here. First half, 3-0 Bearcats. They'll put their top receiver in Miller out to the short side, but rolling to the opposite side. Pearson throws to his back out of the backfield. Weiss catches it at the 10, spins, gets stood up. They're trying to strip it. He'll get to the 12 and fall forward right there. A short gain of five, maybe six on the play. But again, enough to keep the clock going. If they're down 13, there's enough time here that Elkhorn South doesn't need to use the timeout. They could still get this baby back. Even if they don't use a timeout on the third down play, they still get it back with a little over two minutes and probably at least midfield. Carney could use this conversion. Will they be aggressive? Third down and 13 at their own 13. Pearson sends Johnson in motion, giving him trips to the wide side. Takes the low snap, drops it. Now he's just going to have to pick it up and run, and he's got room. 15, 20, 25, tripped up. It's all on the mark. It's all on the mark. They gave it to him at the 27-yard line. A 14-yard scramble for Preston Pearson, and that will give the Bearcats a big, big first down, only their second of the quarter. They would have had another one, but that fumble negated it. And now it'll be first and 10 at the 27. The clock running, two and a half to go. How does Coach Cool want to play it here? You got Dakin already warming up on the sideline just in case they get in field goal range, but they're a long way away from that end of the win, which has picked up a little bit. Pearson, quarterback follow. There's nothing to follow. Coming in to make the tackle. Behind the line of scrimmage, you got a couple of the Storm players in there as Pearson got back to the line, including Jackson Jorth. It's going to be no gain on the play for Pearson. It'll be second down and 10. Now we're under two minutes to go. First half, still 3-0 Kearney. And again, the story here is the Bearcats have turned it over twice, once in their own territory, and Elkhorn South hasn't been able to do anything with it. I've got the first downs even at six apiece. Second and 10, Pearson out of the pistol. And we're going to get whistles, and I think Kearney is going to call a timeout. That'll be the first time out of the ball game for the Bearcats. No, just a flat delay of game. Carney didn't get the ball snapped there. So a delay of game penalty. That'll be the third penalty for 18 yards. Don't forget at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. We'll have the first half stats. We'll hear from a couple of the Carney signees and Lily Novacek who's going to UNK for volleyball and track, and Easton Bruce, who's going out to Colorado Pueblo for baseball. We'll look at the scores. And a quick scan here, it is Pierce 7, St. Paul nothing in the second quarter. Ord 14, Oakland Craig 7 as they go to the second. Second out and 15 for the Bearcats. Pearson starts to run, now throws it out here in the flat, a safe pass that's complete for none yards. But it does keep the clock running as he gets it into the hands of Max Myers. And now Elkhorn South says, let's take a timeout, force the issue here. They will have one remaining. So complete. And all that does is make South burn a timeout. 1.29 to go in the second quarter. Carney 3, Elkhorn South nothing. The Bearcats will have it third down and 14 at their own 23 when we return from this timeout from ENT Physicians of Carney. 
Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes and would like to wish them good luck in their competition. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Good luck, athletes. The state football playoffs brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters located in Hastings and Sutton. So let's see what Carney decides to do here on third down and 14 at their own 23. 90 seconds to go in the half. Motion from Jack Johnson. Here comes the blitz from the backside, and Pearson ran right by it, but they're going to throw a flag. Pearson ran right by the blitzer on his left side, but they blow the play dead. And that usually means an offensive false start. And Jack Johnson, the man in motion, was called for that. Maybe cut up the field before the snap of the ball. And it'll be third down and 19 now with a minute 27 to go. Chasing in there is Carter Richardson. So that's good to see. He got dinged up earlier. Carney four wide, but third and long, you got to bank on a run, and that's exactly what it's going to be. Pearson's going to get what he can get. Got to make sure he stays in bounds towards the sideline, shoved down at the 21. It's going to be a gain of three, and that'll make the Storm use their final timeout here of the half. So Carney's going to have to punt into the wind, but Elkhorn South could get really good field position. Like I said, midfield or so as a fourth down. And about 16 coming up. We'll take another quick break. 3-0 Kearney. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B, and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. This will be the first punt of the ball game for Carney's Preston Pearson. And Elkhorn South not even standing their guys at midfield. They're at about the 46, including Trevor Winterstein. Boot is away. It's kind of a shank. And it's going to roll sideways towards the Elkhorn South sideline and go out of bounds at about the 43-yard line. And we've got a penalty flag back at the line of scrimmage. And now they're going to throw it up. I think there was a little shove or skirmish coming up the field. And it's a personal foul on Carney. And remember what Coach Cool said at the pregame? They had a couple of those in the first half that killed them the first time against Elkhorn South. So the punt is only 22 yards. And then you get 15 yards on a personal foul penalty, which almost puts them in field goal range to begin with. This will march it all the way to the 27-yard line. A minute eight to go here in the half. No timeouts, but time for Elkhorn South to do something. And one of Carney's offensive linemen did something he shouldn't have done. I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I just couldn't exactly tell who started it or what happened. So the ball on the near hash for Elkhorn South. And Carney's got to stand up once again. What a kick to the teeth this would be if they score in the final minute. 
And back to pass is Will Stratus. And he's going to go shovel pass and all over it, Jack Johnson. Nailing Cole Ballard behind the line of scrimmage. He just kind of Brett Favre it underhand to the 30. And so that keeps the clock running. We're down to 50 seconds to go on a completed pass for negative one. Second and 11, Stratus. Three down lineman. Looking, has all day to throw. Over the right side, complete at the 15, to the 10, to the 5, down to the three-yard line. Guy Hunt, he was wide open, first and goal. A gain of 25, the biggest offensive play for Elkhorn South. They're trying to get lined up here, plenty of time, but they just don't have a timeout. Take the snap, and they'll spike it out of the shotgun. Back in the day... That was frowned upon with a penalty, but not anymore. So it'll be second and goal at the three, 32 seconds. You can run it here. You just have to make sure you've called a couple of plays. Let's see what Elkhorn South wants to do. 32 seconds before half. Carney's up three to nothing. But two turnovers. And a rough punt that had a 15-yard penalty on it. They'll spread the field here. Ballard in the backfield with Stratus. They'll take it. They'll keep it. Quarterback right side. He gets tripped up at the two. Clock will be running. Making the tackle for Carney is Pearson. Do they spike it and go for it on fourth down? Or do they just do something right here without any timeouts? Down to 17 seconds. Take the snap. They'll spike it again. With 15, now do you just take the three? I think that's what they're going to do. And if that's the case, kind of a little mistake there. You ha- you didn't have to spike it. You could have taken your shot there. You just had to throw the football into the end zone. And instead, here comes Carson Crouch for a extra point, a 20-yard field goal right in the middle. And Carney's just going to have to breathe a sigh of relief if they only get out of here with three. 15 seconds, but without a timeout, really can't expect a fake here. And the son of the Heisman Trophy winner gets ready to boot one. Here we go. Snap good, and we've got a penalty flag. And he might have just blown it wide right anyway. But there is no kick. Did we get a delay? Yep, delay a game. Going to back him up five yards before they can attempt the field goal. And sometimes you just like to finish the kick, but he kicked it and he missed it. It was wide right from our vantage point. So back him up five, and it'll be a 25-yard field goal for Carson Crouch to try and tie this game right before halftime. Snap, down, kick away, and the kick is wide left. It is no good. It was one of those helicopter kicks. It just whirly-birded left. And Carney, well, they hadn't been getting a lot of breaks the last couple years. We kind of talked about that Monday on the Doug and Daddy Show with Coach. And they may have caught a couple of breaks, and they get a little bit of a mojo right there as the 25-yard field goal by Crouch is wide left. And now Carney can just take a knee and go to the locker room with a 3-0 lead in one of the stranger scores in playoff history. So they line up in that. Victory formation, take the knee, and we are headed to halftime in the 2020 Class A State football playoffs. Carney turned it over twice, 
survived a first and goal at the three here in the final 30 seconds, and then a missed field goal. James Dakin's 40-yard field goal, the only points of the ball game as both teams head to the locker rooms the same way here at uh, Elkhorn to the north side of the field. Your score at the half, Carney High 3, Elkhorn South nothing. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report with other scores. Stats, we'll talk with a couple of the Carney signees, Lily Novacek and Easton Bruce. All that and more coming up here on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Carney, Kibben, Shelton. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Domilico Sports Fashions in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes. For your business, school, sports teams, and more, we offer custom screen printing, heat press, embroidery, and promotional products. Domilico is known for outstanding artwork and quality products. Fidelka Heating and Air Conditioning in Kearney is proud of the coaches and student athletes and wish them good luck on and off the field. You can depend on us at Fidelka Heating and Air Conditioning for all your heating, air conditioning, geothermal, and related services. Fidelka Heating and Air. It's hard to stop a train. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520, have an or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. With our producer-engineer Zane Jones, Doug Duda back with you here at Elkhorn. want to thank Roger Ortmeyer, the athletic director, and all the fine folks here for their hospitality. And right now, Carney likes being here as well. They lead it at the half by a score of 3 to nothing. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Well, Elkhorn South, you know, they had a pretty good year. And uh, they made it to the Class A Volleyball Championship. 
and they are honoring them here at halftime uh, tonight. A powerhouse that Elkhorn South had. In fact, uh, you read the World Herald with the all-class top ten. Mike Patterson was saying Elkhorn South, Omaha's got both uh, fighting for that all-class number one. Again, uh, a little bit of news, and then we will take a break and hear from uh, a couple of the Carney High signees. You had uh, also Mr. Maracek and Mr. Higgins, along with Easton Bruce, signed for baseball. Lucy Bartiz going to Augustana for volleyball. Aubrey Ventura is going to go play soccer at Northern. And then uh, Lily Novacek is going to play volleyball and uh, throw shot and or discus for UNK track as well. So we'll hear from Lily, and we'll hear from Easton here in just a little bit. But first... Uh, some news coming down today from the city of Lincoln. We heard about the new directed health measures from Governor Pete Ricketts earlier this week. Lincoln is taking it a step forward and halting all athletic endeavors until the 6th of December, I believe, is the uh, a date that they've talked about. And we are hearing that this will affect the state football championships. Uh, we are expecting an official announcement Later tonight, most likely when all of the playoff games are over, uh, are over, uh, an unconfirmed source has told us that all of the state finals may be at home sites next Friday. Again, that is an unconfirmed report, but that is what we are hearing, is that the state finals, for the first time since, what, 1996, will not be at Memorial Stadium because of Lincoln's protocol concerning the uh, COVID-19. If we do hear something before the end of the night or before the end of our game from the Nebraska School Activities Association, we will pass that along to you. But just want to keep you aware that uh, uh, if any of our area teams win, they could be on the road. Hastings is about the only team that could be at home. They're the highest seeded team left in Class B. Here's where we're at with the playoffs. Uh, in Class A, our game, 3 to nothing in favor of Kearney. Omaha West Side and Millard South are just getting ready to kick off. In Class B, both the games kicking off at 7, Aurora hosting Plattsmouth, and on 1230 AM KHAS, Hastings taking on Elkhorn High. In Class C1, they're just kicking off on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Kearney Catholic is at Adams Central. Like this game, that is a rematch. Kearney Catholic won the season opener 33-22, but scored twice in the final five minutes to win that football game. The other C1 matchup, Pierce, who was the runner-up last year, is leading St. Paul to half 14-7. Pierce won a shootout on opening night that was full of big plays and big special teams kick returns. St. Paul's only loss of the year came on opening night to Pierce, and they've run the table, but they trail 14-7. That game currently airing on the breeze, 94.5. In C2, they're just kicking off in Fremont. Archbishop Bergen is taking on UTAN. And in the second quarter, the defending state champion Oakland Craig is at Ord, and that game is tied 14-all. In D1, they're just about to halftime. It is Cross County leading Burwell, who's been to state, what is it, four of the last five uh, years? It is 30-14. Cross County in a battle of unbeatens. And Tri-County leads Dundee County Stratton at the end of the second quarter. They're just about to have 16-14. In D2, couple of dandies going on as we expected. In Dunning in the third quarter, Fall City Sacred Heart 24, Sand Hill Steadford 20. A game that right now has just come down to making the extra points and the two-point conversions. 
at the half. Central Valley in Shickley is leading Bruning Davenport Shickley by a score of 20 to 16. And our six-man state final is set for next Friday at Foster Field in Kearney. McCool Junction, ranked number one all year long, beats Cody Kilgore on the road 30 to 12. That is by far their closest game of the year. They had won every game by 40 or more points today. 18 and Sterling who was down a couple of scores at the half takes the lead and holds off the top seed Arthur County Sterling 60 Arthur County 58 so Sterling and McCool Junction in Kearney next Friday for the six-man state championship Ord has just scored to go up before half 21-14 over Oakland Craig they have reached halftime again here Kearney three Elkhorn South nothing when we come back we will hear from a couple of athletes that signed their national letters of intent on uh, Wednesday, Lily Novacek and Easton Bruce here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Mexi Fry Nachos have been an Amigos favorite for almost 40 years. I mean, who can resist that warm cheese sauce drizzled over golden Mexi Fries? Well, right now, to celebrate our 40th anniversary, Amigos has added new Queso Mexi Fry Nachos. Crispy Mexi Fries smothered with homemade queso cheese and our famous ranch dressing, then topped with taco meat and made-from-scratch guacamole. Who knows? You may just start craving a new fave. New Queso Mexi Fry Nachos at Amigos. All right, we're joined by Lily Novacek, who signed to uh, go to UNK. Volleyball, great program. Track, great program, especially for what you do. Mm-hmm, yeah. Was was it volleyball, then track, track, then volleyball? Uh, what was the decision? There? So, yeah, it was kind of like choosing where I wanted to play volleyball, since right now that is like my main sport. And then at UNK, they have this great opportunity if you can do both with most um, most events in track. And so then I started talking to the track coach, and I was like, well, I love it, so, like, can I do both? And they're like, we'll make it work for you so that we can, because you're a great athlete, and we want to have you on the team too. So, yeah. By losing your track season, what did that mean? Uh, some kids maybe lose a little desire, and they focused on a volleyball season that you could. But what did it mean missing track season last year? Um, it was really sad. I thought I ended pretty well as a sophomore the year before, and I was just really excited to get back out there. It's a totally different pace of sport, and that's why I think I like it so much, is it's just a nice way to like calm down and relax by still competing. Um, so I was really just upset to not be able to go out and compete for a third time. Talk me uh, or take me through uh, your recruiting process, uh, kind of when it started, when somebody first contacted you, mm-hmm. who else you were looking at. Mm-hmm. So my recruiting process probably started, they have a rule of junior year, and so they started the summer going into junior year, and the first school to talk to me was UNK. <laughs> Um, you know, hometown. And then uh, on my way, I talked to Regis out of Col- or Denver, Colorado, Fort Hayes State, um, Washburn, and Topeka. And just out of all of those schools, they were all super great. But you, I just knew UNK was the place I wanted to be. Well, and UNK is no slouch, as <laughs> yeah. we all know, Lily. Uh, what, what's it like? Uh, what are you expecting? What Coach Squires tell you? Um, you know, I'm, I'm expecting they're just going to, I feel like they're going to be p- competitive as long as they have, they just keep getting top recruits from everywhere. Um, and I'm just excited. They 
you're going to show up to practice and compete every day, and you know every day that you show up, you're going to get better and better and better. So I'm really excited for that. We just wrapped up the volleyball season here at Kearney High, and I know uh, Coach Day had talked about this senior group, and I know you didn't get to the state tournament, but you kind of helped elevate the program. How, how do you look at your high school career? Um, I love Turney High Volleyball, and this year was definitely, this year was just something different. Us seniors, like, we just all were so um, tight, like tight-knit, and we all got along, and we were all so competitive. Like, we were all out there for one goal, and we just wanted to compete as hard as we could every day because we didn't know how many days we were going to have left. One more about UNK Volleyball. Uh, there's a lot of kids from the state of Nebraska mm -hmm. that are there. Uh, Katie Winder from Pleasanton, mm -hmm. Paige from, from uh, St. Paul among those that signed. you got mm -hmm. some Kearney Catholic girls. Have you talked to any of them uh, mm -hmm. that are either signing or already with the team, and what would they tell you? Um, they are, just like me, they are super excited to get to a competitive program, and we are all playing club volleyball together, so we all have gotten to know each other really well. That's one thing UNK is really good at, is getting their recruits very tight, so you don't feel like you're coming into the program alone. You always have friends with you. All right, Lily, congratulations, and uh, we'll keep you in blue for another four years. <laughs> yes, thank you. Chatting with Easton Bruce here after a National Letter of Intent signing day. Uh, man, baseball's always been in your blood, hasn't it? Congratulations. Yes, sir. It's been a part of me since I grew up young, and, you know, I wanted to keep continuing playing as long as I could, and once I had that opportunity, I couldn't let that slip. So I'm really happy for this opportunity, and um, I couldn't be grateful enough. So, Take me through the recruiting process and how you landed at Pueblo. Oh, man, well... This summer, early in the summer, I knew I had to get my name out there right away, and I wasn't seeing a lot of action, and eventually, I all of a sudden, I was sending out emails to Pueblo, and I got a hit from them right away, and they said they wanted to see me, and I went out there and talked to the coaches and got to see the campus, and I was extremely impressed, and after some further conversation with them, it just seemed like somewhere that was perfect for me, so. What, uh, what's their plan for you? What did they tell you? What are you what's your uh, envisioning when you go to college? Well, they, they're building around a team, and it's all about, you know, gr gritty players. They want guys who are coming in there and doing whatever they can to win games, and they saw that in me, and um, I'm hoping to do whatever I can to get out there and start making an impact as soon as possible out in the outfield for them, making plays, making big hits. And I'm, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Easton, what did it mean to have a chance to play a little high school baseball since it's so new at Kearney? Um, it was awesome. I just being a part of that first season, it's it's something that you'll never forget, and it's something that goes down in the record books because it's so new. Um, I was so proud that I was able to be a part of that team, and especially then go win a district championship that first year was something I'll never forget. Baseball is like a lot of other sports. You can have an opportunity to go do something else. Uh, maybe they'll call it club volleyball. Uh, you went and played for the prospects. Well, take me what went into that decision and how you think that uh, furthered your uh, development as a ball player. I'd heard a lot about them, and I wasn't too sure um, what I wanted to do right away, but um, playing in the fall, I actually talked with one of their coaches, and they said that they thought it would be a good opportunity for me, and from everything that I'd seen from everyone else that had played, um, I thought it was a great opportunity. I went out there and played this summer, and it was awesome. It got me great exposure, and I played against some of the best people in the country, so I couldn't ask for anything better. Last minute with Easton Bruce, you're a multi-sport athlete. What are you going to miss when it's just one sport? Man, I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss those late uh, late grind practices late in the March when it's when it's down to the state tournament and trying to get that district championship. Um, that's something I'll definitely miss. But um, like I said, baseball's in my blood. It's something that I've loved forever. So I just want to stick with that. So. All right, Easton. Congratulations. Thanks for the time. Thank you so much.
Well, there's a couple of the Carney High Bearcats, Easton Bruce, Lily Novacek, and uh, congratulations and good luck to all the Carney High and area athletes that signed letters of intent on Wednesday. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Let's take a look at our first half stats. Carney's up 3 to nothing for Elkhorn South. Cole Ballard, 10 carries, 34 yards. Trevor uh, Winterstein. One carry, four yards. Ben Warren, one carry, one yard. Dylan Krause, three carries, five yards. Will Stratus, four carries, five yards. And then you also have Blake Daly, who has two carries for four yards. So as usual, plenty of folks carry the football for Elkhorn South. But those 21 rushes result in just 53 yards. Through the air, Krause, who hurt his ankle in the final minute, but is back out there right now. He's not taking in part of the run drills, but he's on the field. So that could be a good sign off that ankle sprain. He was 3-for-3 three three for 26 yards. And then for Will Stratus, he was 6-of-8 for 43 yards. As a team, 9-of-11 for 69 yards through the air, 53 on the ground. That's 112 yards of total offense. Seven first downs, three penalties for 20 yards, no turnovers, two punts for an average of 29-and-a-half yards. For Carney, Parker Wise, five carries, 16 yards. Preston Pearson, six carries, 31 yards. That's 11 carries for 47 yards. Through the air, Pearson has put it up 10 times, completed eight of those for 62 yards. So 62 through the air, uh, 47 on the ground. That's 109 yards for the Kearney Bearcats compared to 122 for Elkhorn South. Six first downs for Kearney, one punt of 22 yards, and they have turned it over twice, plus five penalties for 38 yards. But the defense has been the story for the Bearcats. They've kept Elkhorn South off the board. 3-0 Kearney. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The Bearcats get the ball to start the second half when we return on Power 99. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek is a proud sponsor of this broadcast and wish all of the area athletes good luck in their competition. Stop into Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek and see how Chad Messersmith and Mid-States Insurance can serve you. They will help you with all of your insurance needs, including auto, home, farm, life, and commercial insurance. Call 308-856-4913 or stop in their Elm Creek office at 121 North Tyler Street. Doug Duda, our producer-engineer, Zane Jones, the state semifinals on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Elkhorn South with the wind at their back in the second half, and it'll be Carson Crouch to put it on the tee as they go from south to north. Molina and Miller standing at the five-yard line for Kearney High as they lead it three to nothing and try to get something done on this opening possession. The second half is underway. It's popped in the air. It will be returnable by Miller at the one. 
up the field to the 10, comes from left to right, trying to get outside. That didn't work. Open field, and they cut him down, and they might have got him right on the knee. Oh, they might have got a helmet on Caden Miller's knee. He's down. The tackle made by Guy Hunt, and Caden Miller is down. Carney's top receiver, and maybe more importantly, one of their best defensive backs. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Carney was trying to turn in a big play, and Miller got to the outside, and Guy Hunt was flying at full speed as Miller sets up here, and you just hope that that was a kind of a big bruise to the knee type of play where the helmet thumps him, and they're out there taking a look at him right now. While they do that, let's go ahead and run down the scoreboard again as we get the third quarter underway, and all the games now are underway across the state of Nebraska, including Kearney Catholic and Adams Central on ESPN, 1460 and 1550. It's 7-7 already in the first quarter as Miller looks like he'll be able to walk off under his own power. In Class B, it is Aurora 6, Plattsmouth nothing. Hastings and Elkhorn are 7-7 in the first quarter. It is Ord 21, Oakland Craig 14 at the half. At the half, Tri-County leading Dundee County Stratton 16-14 and Cross County over Burwell 30-22. In the fourth quarter, Sand Hill Stedford 28, Fall City Sacred Heart 24. And at the half, Bruning Davenport Shickley now leads Central Valley 22-20. Earlier today, Sterling and McCool Junction, your winners in six-man to play for the title in Kearney next week. All right, the Bearcats... Walked Miller over to the sideline slowly. And now here comes Preston Pearson, Parker Wise, and the rest of this Carney High offense on the near hash toward the Elkhorn South sideline, the west side of the field. On first down and 10 from their own 14, quarterback draw, looks for some room off the left side, has it, then runs into his own man. The ball came loose. I think he's down, and yes, he is at the 20-yard line. Pearson picks up six. I think he ran right into the back there of Jack Johnson, who was trying to give him a block. But nonetheless, Pearson picks up seven yards or six yards here, and it'll be second down and four. They found something there. They've ran that play a couple of times, more than just trying to run clock there at the end of the first half. Ball right in the middle of the field. Twins now trips to the left side. Pearson looks that way. Quick pass, elevated out here to the 22, complete to Myers, and he's brought down immediately. A gain of just a couple on the play. So it'll be third down and short. About two and a half yards to go here. Need to get to the 24 and a half. Ball is touching the 22. So third and short. Elkhorn South in the first quarter had a lot of third down conversions. Carney High now trying to convert here on the opening series. Of the second half, a minute 20 into the third quarter, 3-0 Bearcats. And it looks like maybe Miller's already back in the game over there, flanked to the left side. Double tight end, quarterback follow right side and nowhere to go. They're all over him. Pearson is brought down behind the line of scrimmage by the big fella, Sam Hoskinson. A loss on the play of a yard, and it'll be fourth down and three. So Carney's going to have to punt into this win. The two punts we've seen into the wind have neither one been good. 22 yards. Pearson was kind of a shank, and the uh, punt from Elkhorn South was just a line driver. Pearson will stand at his seven to take the punt, to take the snap. Quick snap, max protection. 
Tries to get one to bounce, and it'll be picked up at the 49-yard line and then just dying down there. Smart move. Don't let it get away. A little skirmish at the end of the play in there. Some feet being flailed about there by the Elkhorn South return man. On the tackle was Logan Trampy for Carney. That's going to be a 28-yard punt with no return. And Elkhorn South for the second time will start a drive in Kearney territory, this time at the 49-yard line. But the quarterback will be Will Stratus. So Stratus stays in there for Krause. Back to pass, just a quick little flare out here to Winterstein down the sideline on a quick wide receiver bubble. He'll step out of bounds at the 43-yard line. That'll be a gain of six. High school football brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Doug did it with you at this beautiful facility in Elkhorn for the state high school football semifinals. 3-0 Kearney. Second down and four at the 43 of the Bearcats. Same play to Winterstein out to the right flank. It's complete. Lowers his shoulder. Runs over a Bearcat inside the 40 to the 38. And that's good enough for the first down. That's kind of how Elkhorn South started the ball game. They threw just a Wide receiver screen, back-to-back to to Winterstein, and then they got away from that. He now checks out of the ballgame, and Ben Warren comes in, slot left, a little confused about what the play is, and so the quarterback, Stratus, is telling him where to go, what to do. He goes over to the right side, sets in the slot. On first and 10, they move him in motion. Fake the option, hand it off up the middle to Cole Ballard. Ballard gets to the 35, stood up, and pulled backwards there by the Bearcats. DeAndre Ndugwa is there again on that interior portion of the line. A gain of three. Johnson was in there as well. Ballard had 10 carries for 34 yards in the first half. Elkhorn South trying to take advantage of a short field and get on the board, which would give them the lead. Second and seven. Bout again. Off left tackle. Has a little room inside the 30 into the secondary 25. He's brought down at the 22-yard line after a 13-yard gain. And that's the biggest run of the ball game for anybody on the Elkhorn South Storm offense. Ballard now two carries 16 yards on this drive. Give him another first down. So the ball at the 22. They ended the half missing a 25-yard field goal. Ballard again, same play, room up the middle, and there's a good ankle tackle at about the 17-yard line because he had a lot of room to tackle that time for the Bearcats in the middle of that field. I think that was Colton Urich that made the tackle. It's going to be a gain of five on the play. And Elkhorn South is on the move at the 18-yard line. Same thing, handoff, Ballard left side, inside the 15, up towards the 10. That's going to be enough for another first down. Seven yards. So the adjustments that Elkhorn South found at halftime are working for him right now. Coy Wilkie is in there. He lines up as the tight end on the left end. Ballard in the backfield. It's first and goal at the 10. Ballard again, straight off left guard. He's not hit till he gets to the five that he stood up by a host of Bearcats, including Riley Miller, who shoved him back. But it is going to be second and goal at the five. Well, they didn't line up and just run over Carney in the first half, but they're lining up and running over Carney on the first possession of the second half. 
7.30 to go in the third quarter. Carney is still up. 3-0, but maybe not for long. Second and goal at the five. Ben Warren will be slot to the right side. They still show a three-wide receiver look with Ballard to the right. Quarterback keeper. Now they hand it off to Ballard. It didn't matter who had it. They're both tackled at the line of scrimmage. And it's Riley Miller to come in and make the tackle with no gain that time for Ballard. It'll be third down and goal at the five-yard line. So Carney shifts out personnel here, expecting possibly a pass from Elkhorn South. Ken Carney's defense do it again. They did it the entire first half. They're going to line up in that power package again with Hoskinson and Ewell in front of everybody. They give it to Ballard, left side. He got a couple, but that's it. Carney just closed it in with that interior line. Great job by the Bearcats. A gain of two. It's going to be fourth and goal at the three. Caden Johnson again got low. And boy, you missed a short field goal, but they're going to bring Crouch in again. You got to take the points. Sometimes the first points are the hardest points. I don't think the Elkhorn South fans are happy with what's happened here. Their last two possessions. Carson Crouch missed a 25-yarder right at the end of the first half. This will be a 20-yarder from the left hash to tie the game. Snap good, placement good. He punches it towards the right side, and it didn't go very far, but he got it in there. That wouldn't have been good from 30, but he made it from 20, and this football game is tied. The Class A state semifinal was 6-0-1 to go. In quarter number three, Kearney and Elkhorn South tied at three on Power 99. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Carson Crouch ready to boot it away. This time he doesn't want Carney to return it, and it goes into the end zone for a touchback. So the Bearcats will start at their own 20-yard line. Carney struggled offensively against Gretna early on. They still had less than 200 yards of total offense. Then they got all over Bellevue West last week, but they are going to have to find a way to move this football because Elkhorn South hasn't turned it over and they haven't given Carney a short field. The best drive of the game was the opening drive where they got half their yards. First and 10 at their own 20. 3-3 and we're already midway through the third. Six minutes to go. Preston Pearson hands it to Parker Weiss. Tries to get to the right edge. Gets a tackle. Keeps his hand on the ground as he crosses the 25 and out to the 26-yard line. Nice job out here on the edge with the block. Evan Denny. It's going to be a gain of six. So Parker Wise, who in the first quarter, or first half, had five carries for 16 yards, gets his first carry of the second half here. It'll be second down and four. Again, the winner plays in the Class A state championship. 
against either Millard South or Omaha West side. Millard South up 9-7 in the first. Second down and six, Pearson on the near side. Wants to throw. It's not open, and he is sacked. He didn't have time. That's why they like those quick little pop passes, but Chase Emsick gets the first sack of the ball game here for Elkhorn South. And just to tell you how quick that was, it was only a two-yard sack. <laughs> or, excuse me, four-yard sack. But still, first time that they have gotten to Pearson. And for Kearney High, they've got to hope that they don't get to him very often. It'll bring up third down and eight. Ball at their own 22. And again, Bearcats can't afford a lot of three and outs. They're going into this win. They need to get a first down or two so that they can have the win in the fourth quarter. Third and eight. Four wide outs with Wise in the backfield. Same play, but it's covered. Pearson has to scramble. He's in trouble again. He's sacked again at the 14-yard line. Emsick was back there again. And then there's like three more in the backfield, including Kyle Salanoa. And it's three and out, and once again, the Storm most likely will take over possession in Kearney territory. That's a loss of seven on the play. Back-to-back sacks, and Kearney High has negative yardage here on their first two possessions of the third quarter. 3-3, Elkhorn South trying to get the crowd in it. The guys are jumping up and down. They're trying to stay pumped up. And the boot is away, just kind of into a field of folks at the 40-yard line. That's, again, 25-yard punt, but into this pretty strong wind, which has increased throughout the ball game, over 15, closer to some 20-mile-an-hour gusts. And, again, we have played the entire third quarter on the Bearcats' side of the field. And for Elkhorn South, they will start over at the Kearney 40. 3-3. Twins split out wide to the right in Mishner and Blake Daly. And out of the backfield, they'll hand it off to Ballard. Finds a way to run over his center, and Ndugwa gets on top of him and drags him down at the 36-yard line. A gain of four. So right now, center Isaac Zadiska getting a lot of folks to run right over the top of him, and now we've got a man down. Possible cramp here for an offensive lineman for Elkhorn South. We've had the trainers call out there tonight a little bit more than often uh, as, again, the big story is quarterback Dylan Krause with an ankle injury. I thought maybe he came out and was walking around, you know, had his stuff, had his gear on, uh, wasn't on any crutches or any kind of a boot at halftime, but he is not in the ball game. It is still Will Stratus as they take a look here and work on this cramp. Our injury report, at least it looks like a cramp, brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. 3.42 to go in the third quarter. 3-3, Elkhorn South has its second and six at the Bearcat 36 when we return. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Well, the injured or cramped player is the 6'4", 300-pound junior lineman Chase Emsick, who was just back there on one of the sacks and helped get the second one. We're now ready to go. Second down and six, Elkhorn South at the Bearcat 36-3-3. 
Stretch play, and quarterback's going to keep it this time up the middle of the field for a couple to the 33-yard line before Johnson gets in there, bringing down the quarterback, Will Stratus. And it's going to be third down and three at the 33. So a little bit on that keep. He'd been handed it off most of the time on that RPO. King Carney come up with a big play here again on third down. Fake the throw, hand it off, and into the secondary, lowering his shoulder at the 26, maybe to the 25. Cole Ballard went on first count there, and they blew him off that left side of the line from the 33 to the 26. That's a gain of seven, and Ballard gets the 10th first down here of the ball game, and in this third quarter, that's already 47 yards on nine carries for Ballard. So they're trying to wear Carney's front three down or maybe even have him bring up a fourth lineman. First and 10 at the 26. Ballard again, left side again. Shakes, bakes inside the 20, down to the 19 and to the 18. Eight yards. And you know those headsets are going crazy over on the Carney sideline trying to figure out what they've got to do, whether it's a personnel change whether to slide somebody else over there. But they're just running it off left guard and left tackle, which, of course, when you got Prohaska over there, that's pretty easy to do. And Carter Richardson. This time, fake it to the right side. Now they'll hand it off. Ben Warren trying to make the corner. He does to the 10. He's got the first down before he's laid out at the 9-yard line. On the tackle for Kearney High is Brecken White. But a nice gain on the play again. Down to the nine-yard line. A nine-yard gain for Ben Warren on just his second carry of the ball game. And it's first and goal at the nine. Out of the shotgun again. They'll hand it off again. And this time, tackle behind the line of scrimmage. Coming in to make the tackle on the running back, Ben Warren. Again is Urich. And maybe even lost a yard on the play. Second and goal at the 10. This is the third trip in goal-to-go situation. So far, only three points in the first two trips for Elkhorn South. A minute 20 to go. Here comes what they call that rhino formation with the big boys in front of the quarterback. They'll hand it off. Looking to get outside, finding the corner to the five, but shoved out of bounds short of the end zone at the three-yard line. Maybe the two for Cole Ballard. They sure haven't tried to get outside a whole lot. It is a gain of eight, and it's third and goal at the two. I'll tell you what, if the quarterback, Will Stratus, they run the same play and he keeps it, he'll walk into the end zone. Rhino formation again. Right behind his quarterback is Cole Ballard. They give it to Ballard off the right side. He's into the end zone, and Elkhorn South has taken the lead in the Class A semifinals. The first touchdown of the game with 105 remaining in the third quarter. And now the important extra point kick, which has been anything but automatic here today for Crouch on those two field goal attempts, missed one and then barely made the 20-yard. So now 99 yards, 65 of that here in this quarter. And the extra point kick is on the way. That one's well belted, and it is good. So our first five points bank touchdown of the night, a two-yard run by Cole Ballard. Five points bank, the better bank. 105 to go third quarter. Elkhorn South 10, 
Carney 3. You're listening to the state semifinals on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holbridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Barneyinsurance.net. Domilico Sports Fashions in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes. For your business, school, sports teams, and more, we offer custom screen printing, heat press, embroidery, and promotional products. Domilico is known for outstanding artwork and quality products. The third quarter, all Elkhorn South as Crouch gets ready to kick it away. Winded his back, and it takes him just a yard deep into the end zone. No chance to return it there for Seth Altwine, who was back that time. The wind definitely aiding Elkhorn South. They were able to kick it deep twice. Carney started at their own 16, then at the 20. They're going to start at the 20 again. Three and out both times. Had to punt into that wind, 28 and 25. Neither time they got it past midfield. There hasn't been a snap on the storm side of midfield here in the third quarter. 105 to go in the third and South getting all 10 of their points here in this third. 10-3. Carney's going to have to take advantage of that win, and they're going to have to get the offense going, obviously, with Preston Pearson four wide. Hands it off. Parker Wise, left side. He's going to be gang-tackled at the 22-yard line. So a gain of two. And Carney, if they're wise here, will only have to run one more play in this third quarter. But again... They'd love to be able to get that first down. They don't want to give the ball right back to Elkhorn South because they've got all the momentum. As Pearson takes the short trot over, talks to Coach Cool and gets the play. Down to 30 seconds to go here in quarter number three. Now the Bearcats trailing for the first time tonight. They scored on the opening possession. Three, that's it. Option to the wide side. Pearson bounces off one, bounces off two. Gets to the outside, spins. He's popped again and finally goes down at the 24. He probably smartly did not pitch it to Parker Wise. He knew he was going to get thumped. And he held on to the football and got what he could get. And what he could get was very, very little. He picks up a couple, and that brings us to the end of the third quarter. 12 minutes away from a Class A finals appearance. Elkhorn South 10. Carney three. The Bearcats will have a third and six, third and seven at their own 23 when the fourth quarter begins right after this on Power 99. Fidelke Heating and Air Conditioning in Kearney is proud of the coaches and student athletes and wish them good luck on and off the field. You can depend on us at Fidelke Heating and Air Conditioning for all your heating, air conditioning, geothermal, and related services. Fidelke Heating and Air. It's hard to stop a train. Dover Steve Roofing proudly supports this broadcast and wish all the athletes good luck in today's competition. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing and Carney will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With over 50 years of experience, they know how to get the job done right. They handle asphalt, shingles, or rubber covering of your residential or business roof. Doberstein Roofing, the only name you need to know. Doberstein Roofing, where quality isn't expensive, it's priceless. Carney ran eight plays in that third quarter. 
Now the fourth, third and seven at their own 23. Win at their back, trailing 10 to three. Maybe they can get something going if they can convert here. Three wide outs, Pearson. Two-step drop over the middle. Try and glance, it's incomplete. Not sure if the ball got deflected or if Peter just didn't see it. He had a couple of the big linemen right in front of him there in Jackson Jorth and Kyle Salanoa. And so the third three and out of this second half. And Preston Pearson now ready to punt it away. Moving Glant, I just couldn't tell if it got touched. He put his hands on his helmet immediately as if he just didn't see it. Here's the snap to Pearson. They don't waste any time. Line drive kick, fair catch called for at the 43-yard line. So even with the wind at the back, didn't really utilize it. It's a 34-yard punt, but we will actually have the first snap of the second half in Elkhorn South Territory, but it's still pretty good at the 43. Can South just power over Carney High, or can the Bearcats stop them like they did in the first half? What the Bearcats need is a turnover. Again, they're minus two in the turnovers, even though Elkhorn South didn't score on either one of them in the first half. Spread out wide to the right side here is Chase Anderson. And on an RPO, they'll hand it off to Ballard, and he's going to be knocked down right about the line of scrimmage by Colton Urich again. Kind of taking a chance that time. Now, remember, most of this run game has been off the left side. This time off the right side gets a good spot. Even if it is just a one-yard gain, that gives Cole Ballard 100 yards here in the football game on the ground. Second down and nine at their own 44. But they've scored on both their possessions here in the second half. A 20-yard field goal and then a 40-yard drive culminating in the two-yard Ballard run. Ballard off the left side, gets to the 48-yard line. That's a gain of four more. So it'll bring up third down and five at their 48. A lot of tackles tonight for Yurik and Dugua. Now, you know Carney wants it. They always say it's about who wants it more. Elkhorn South, after winning two Class B state championships earlier this decade, Trying to get to the A final in their third year in Class A. Three wideouts, third and five at their own 48. Handed again off the left side. Ballard, he's tripped up just short of the first down by Jack Johnson. Carney stopped them on fourth down twice in the first half. It's going to be fourth and one after a four-yard gain. Again, the hole was there, and Ballard fell forward about three yards. And here comes the jumbo package again. Elkhorn South's going to go for it. Fourth and one at the Bearcat 48, 10-15 in county in the game. 10-3, South leads the Bearcats. Everybody's on the line. Jumbo package or their rhino package. Fourth and one. Fake it, Ballard off left side. Forget about it. Carney does it again. And they get him behind the line of scrimmage even for a yard loss. There's three, four, five guys in there on the tackle. Yurik's there again. Johnson's there again. The guys you expect would be there are there. And Carney High is going to get their best starting field position of the night. So the gamble does not pay off. Carney stops them on fourth. And they'll start at their own 49-yard line. So the Bearcats trailing three to nothing without a single first down in the second half. Now with the wind at their back, can they spread it out? Get Pearson some room. Johnson split out wide to the right. Caden Miller now 
who got cracked on the first play of the half, is out to the left. First and ten. Pearson to throw. Pressure from the backside. Throws it as far as he can into double coverage for Miller. There's some holding. There's some grabbing, but they overthrow him, and the pass will be incomplete. So Carney took their first shot down the field. They took a shot earlier to Miller, but they were a lot closer. That was on that opening drive, I believe it was, where they ended up with the field goal attempt. Second out and ten, but Miller double coverage. And again, there was only two wideouts with the tight ends and Weiss. So Pearson decided to take a shot, but wisely threw it long instead of short. Second and ten. Take a little time in the huddle. Theo Huber splits out wide to the right, Miller to the left again. Covering him is Trevor Winterstein. On second down, quarterback draw, up the middle, there's room, 45-40, 35, off the right side, 30, and Pearson brought down at the 34-yard line. And inside the 30, they'll give him the 29, actually. It's a 22-yard run and a first down, the first of the half here for the Bearcats. From their own 49 to the 29, Pearson with his best run. Of the night, something Carney definitely needed. They're bringing that pressure, and they didn't leave a middle linebacker. Twins now to the left side. Johnson in the slot. Pearson hands it to Weiss, tries to cut back and runs right into the waiting arms of that defensive line. And there he is once again, big 9-4 for the Elkhorn South Storm, Kyle Salanoa. And Weiss loses a yard on the play. They know they have to give it to Parker or run it up the middle a couple of times, but they're not getting any yardage on it. And so it'll be second down and 11. And now field goals don't necessarily do you any good. Nine minutes to go. Trips to the left. Miller to the right. 10-3 Elkhorn South. Weiss stays in the backfield with Pearson. Do they flare it to him? Nope. Out here quick one. Johnson, did he make the catch? Yes, he did. But a very short game. They're going to mark him at the 26. That's a gain of four. Carney possibly thinking about four-down territory. If they can get four the next two plays, they'll have the first down. Pearson underthrew Johnson just a little bit. He had to go to the ground to grab it. Might have been able to gain a couple more. It had been up in the numbers. Third down and seven at the Storm 26-yard line. Ball on the right hash near the Bearcat sideline. Miller split wide to the left. Johnson again in the slot. They want to throw. Quarterback run. Pearson's got one man he's got to get by. He does. Spins at the 20 to the 18, and he holds on to the football, and he's got a Bearcat first down. He needed seven. He got eight. And the Bearcats keep this drive alive. They don't want to have to consider field goals. They want to get this baby in the end zone and hopefully tie this football game up. Glant rotates out. Eight minutes to go. 10-3, Elkhorn South. Carney High with their first drive of this second half. Caden Miller been held in check. Winterstein's been outstanding on him on the outside. Altwine will go wide right. In the slot left, they're going to put Max Myers. Now Myers in motion from left to right, trips to the right side. They'll run option that way. Pearson pitches to Weiss. He gets by one man and gets to the 15. I'll tell you what, Carney's doing a really good job of not necessarily getting thumped on first contact. That's going to be a gain of three, not a big play, but it could have been a loss of a couple. Second down and seven at the Storm 15-yard line. Carney might 
only get the ball one more time. And if they do, probably not a lot of time left. Carney will snap this ball with under seven minutes to go in the game. 10-3 south. Second and seven at the 15. Trips to the wide side. They're on the right side. Myers in motion again, giving them twins on each side. Pearson calls the cadence, stands in the pocket, has to run. He's hit. He just tries to loft it out here for Weiss, and it's underthrown incomplete. It's really quick. They've been looking for the pop pass to either Johnson or Glant. If it's not there, Pearson knows he's got to get out of there. Almost made a really good chuck out here to Parker Weiss, who was open enough. It would have been, again, a short gain, but at least he didn't take the sack. But so far through the air in the second half, Pearson is two for five for six total yards. Third and seven. At the Storm 15, the Bearcats looking for their first touchdown of the ball game. They've got plenty of the last two trips down here to Gretna and Bellevue West. They'll send Johnson double tight in. Roll to the left. Looking, looking. Pearson throws underneath. Complete at the nine, but that's not enough for the first down. Winterstein drives Johnson out of bound at the nine. It'll be fourth and one. Decision time, and I don't think there is one. You go for it. You go for it here. Field goal really doesn't do you anything. If you don't get it, Storm have it at the nine, and you talk about your defense. So here we go. 6.43 to go in the game. The Storm up 10-3. The Bearcats, fourth and one at the Storm nine. Johnson right, Miller left, double tight end. Pearson comes up under center. Quarterback sneak, no chance. No chance against that massive defensive line of Elkhorn South. He loses a yard. The storm will take over at the nine-yard line. Did Carney get a timeout? Carney got a timeout. Carney got a timeout. I think as soon as he ran up to the line of scrimmage, Brandon Cool saw what the storm were in, and he's going, this ain't going to work. I'm calling a timeout. That'll be the first timeout of the ball game that the Bearcats have used. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. 10-3 Elkhorn South. We'll be right back. Let's do business in the Heartland. Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, the newest addition to the Platte Valley Auto Pony Express winning team. The largest selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs around. Great deals happen here. Sales, service, parts and tires, collision center, and more. Come see why. We are the fastest growing auto stores in central Nebraska. Great selection. Chevrolet Buick, Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram. The only thing you need to know for all your automotive needs. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Pony Express, Chevrolet, Gothenburg, Menden, and now Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, where everybody gets a great deal and a great deal more they're under center again fourth and one option play right side Pearson didn't get it tried to jump over the tight end on the right side off of his right tackle and South did it twice they stopped Carney twice putting him under center now the defense for Carney High has got to do it again got back to the line of scrimmage but needed a yard and so Preston Pearson just couldn't find the hole that time. Jammed in there. And you can think about all kinds of things. You're just trying to get the first down. If you try to throw it, that's not the setup you were in. So now it's up to Elkhorn South. Up 10-3, but they're at their own 10. Carney's got to get that defense bowed up one more time. Quarterback Will Stratus, the backup, hands it to Ballard. Off the left side. Brought down from behind after a gain of four and a half by Andugua. Again, that... 
Then the basic play the entire half for Elkhorn South is to give it to Ballard off left guard, left tackle, running in between that seam. And he's going to be given a five-yard gain here, 112 yards. He only had 34 at half. So it's second down and five. There hasn't been a penalty in the second half. There hasn't been a turnover in the second half. Carney adjusts on their four-down lineman. Ballard off the right side, has the first down, tripped up and goes forward to the 22. Urich tripped him up, but it's a seven-yard gain. Don't forget when we're done here, it's the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. We will have all the final stats. We'll take a look at the scoreboard once again. Again, the reports are that the finals will not be held at Memorial Stadium because of the COVID uh, that it came down from the city of Lincoln today. But we have not seen anything from the NSAA. First down and 10 at the 22. Taking some time off the clock. Smartly handed off to Ballard. He's hit behind the line of scrimmage. Peter Glant will bring him down at the 20. That's a loss of two on the play. So Carney needing to gamble a little bit, put a little pressure on. That's exactly what they did there. And they come up with the tackle behind the line of scrimmage. But you could see that they're waiting for the back judge. In fact, of all the nice things that they have here, the play clock is not in the end zone. And so they have to watch for that back judge to count down the last five seconds. And they're using as much clock as they can. And we've got whistles before the run play here. And we are going to get possibly a delay a game. Yes, they didn't get the playoff. And some Elkhorn South fans below us, you might be able to hear, are not too happy with that. So a delay a game. We'll back them up to second down and 17. Second down, 17. Carney's got to make sure they don't draw all of this. Off to Ballard again, and he gets into the linebackers across the 20, up to the 22. He got it all back, and maybe a couple more to the 23. That's a gain of nearly eight yards. Way too much. Third down and nine. Bearcats, this is your first play of the game. Have to force him to punt into this wind. Three wideouts. Third down and nine. Do they take a chance here with the backup quarterback, Will Stratus? Ballard in the backfield. They hand it to him, and he's hit immediately and dropped after no gain. In there to make the tackle for the Bearcats is Gabe Van Winkle, and it's fourth down and nine. So the first punt of the second half for Elkhorn South. The wind, I don't want to say it's not quite as strong, but it may be down three or four mile an hour. Caden Miller's going to stand at about his own 45. We've just went under four minutes to go in the game, 10-3 Elkhorn South. For Elkhorn South, their third punt. Taking as much time as they can. Low snap. The kick is away. Miller going to take it on the run at the 50, and he's brought down at the 49. Oh, he thought he had an opening, but the open field tackle by Ethan Diedrichson. Carney's still got great field position, but if Diedrichson whiffs on that one, Miller's going to get at least 10. He was headed up the right numbers, and Diedrichson flew in there and wrapped him up around the ankles. So the punt that time goes about, uh, what did we have there? From the uh, 20 to the 49, a 31-yarder. And it's up to the Bearcats. 
3.38, two timeouts remaining. In motion, Caden Miller. They're going to run option with him. Pearson thought about it, kept it, made a yard to the 50-yard line. He's swallowed up there by Maverick Noonan. It'll be second down and nine yards to go. First time that they've run that play with one of the wingbacks or wide receivers in motion. Ball right on the 50-yard line, far hash near the Kearney sideline. Bearcats got a 40-yard field goal from James Dakin on the opening possession of the game, and that's been it. They got stuffed on fourth and one at the nine on their last possession. Now it's second and nine at midfield. Bearcats hustle up to the line of scrimmage. They get Schnall out to the left side here. Pearson back to pass. Throws a backside screen to Weiss. It's well covered, and he gets nothing. He's shoved out of bounds, but the official is waving the clock for some reason. There was no doubt that Weiss was shoved out of bounds. He was waving the clock before the play was over, and it's third down and nine at the 50. So Carney going to some things they haven't done yet tonight. Other football, it is Adams Central 27, Carney Catholic 14, just before halftime. Pierce 21, St. Paul 14 in the fourth quarter. And it is Millard South continuing to lead Omaha Westside, 9-7 in the second. Third and nine at midfield. They'll have to go for it if they don't get it here. Pearson steps up, thought about running, now throws over the middle of the field. It's underthrown and knocked away. Coming back to knock the football away was Dominic Hooker looking down the field for Braden Anderson. And this could be the last offensive player of the year for the Bearcats. Pearson nearly took off with it. I don't know that he could have got the first down. He might have been able to get about five. And now you're really scared to run with the football. And I think Coach Brandon Cool has decided we're going to use the timeout right here which means if they don't get it, it will be almost impossible to get the football back. 2-10 to go in the game. Elkhorn South 10, Carney 3. The Bearcats have it 4th and 9 at midfield when we return. Ryan Redinger would like to wish all of the Kearney area athletes good luck in their competition this week. As the owner of O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, Ryan knows that everyone's game of life comes to an end someday, and he wants you to know that he and his staff are here to create healing moments for you and your loved ones. The staff at O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home knows a loving event celebrates the choices they made, the relationship you shared, and honors their memory. Give them a call today at 308-234-3500. The state football playoffs on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters located in Hastings and Sutton. Off the biggest upset in recent memory in Class A, Carney's got to find a way to cover nine yards right here to have a chance to make the state finals. A defensive battle. Elkhorn South 10, Kearney 3, 4th and 9, Bearcats at midfield, and now only one timeout remaining. The senior quarterback, Preston Pearson, sends Miller out wide to the left. The line shifts. They're overloaded to the left side. Trick play look. Pearson, and we're going to get a timeout from Elkhorn South. They didn't get it snapped in time, and maybe they didn't want to. What they did is they shoved the entire line down, and what would have been the farthest man on the right side covered the ball to snap it. Elkhorn South wasn't sure, so they went ahead and took the timeout. We're going to keep it right here. The timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. Here are your scores in Class A. 
Millard South has just scored to take a 16-7 lead on Omaha West Side in the second quarter. In B at the half, Aurora 14, Plattsmouth 6. Late second quarter, Hastings and Elkhorn are tied at 14. In C1, it's still Pierce 21, St. Paul 14. Fourth quarter on the breeze, 94.5 on ESPN 14-60-15-50. Just before the half, Adams Central leads Kearney Catholic 27-14. Ord 31, Oakland Craig 28 in the fourth, and Bergen leads Utah at the half, 7 to nothing. Let's do it again. Kearney High lining up. Again, it's fourth down and nine at midfield. They are trying to get him to reset the game clock and put two more seconds back on, and they're ready. So again, Miller to the wide side, the lone wideout, trips to the short side. Carney does the same shift. Sent a man in motion, and Pearson, the lone man in the backfield, takes the snap, rolls left, looks back right, under pressure, sacked. Prohaska. We haven't called his name that much defensively. But Prohaska got him around the shoulder pads. Pearson looked to his right. He started to cock the arm and just couldn't pull the trigger. And a loss of 10 on the play. Elkhorn South, 2.05 to go. And Carney burned that timeout on fourth down. So they'll have just one remaining. Give Elkhorn South credit. It's not like they've done much. They just found something in the second half to give it to Cole Ballard and Will Stratus, the backup quarterback. They've survived that. They're going into that rhino look, two offensive linemen in front of the backs, hand it to Ballard, straight up the middle, five, six, seven yards, eight yards to the 32-yard line. It'll be second down and two. One first down ends this football game, and it's pretty amazing. When you just know what the offense, for the most part, you know what they're going to do, and that's just how good they're at doing it. Carney did not call the timeout. They're going to say the knee actually hit closer than we originally said. Second and four, same package. Using as much time as they can. Again, Ballard left side, first down, ball game. All Elkhorn South has to do is get the snap to the back. And for the first time, we may see him get under center. A gain of five on the play. And Elkhorn South, who has an outstanding program, is moments away from their first ever Class A final. And if Elkhorn High can win, what a deal that would be for the city of Elkhorn. They're tied with Hastings right now. Minute five to go. They'll have to snap it twice. They stay out of that shotgun. They hand it to Ballard. Why? And Carney's going to use the timeout. He only gets about a yard. Why in the world would you not get him under the center and knee the ball? You just have to snap it a couple of times, and this game is over because Carney only had the one timeout remaining. And they'll use it right here, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. Telling you what, with all the crazy stuff we've seen at all levels, high school, college, and pros is a head-scratcher. You sure don't want to put yourself in position to drop the football. While we have the timeout, the New West Post Game Show coming up. Our state football brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. All their football games in the fourth quarter in D1. How about this? Burwell 37, Cross County 36. 
Dundee County Stratton 28, Tri-County 24. In D2, they both went final. Sandhills-Thedford, they're headed to the state championship with a 36-26 win over Fall City Sacred Heart. And in the Battle of Unbeatens, Bruning Davenport, Shickley, Clips Central Valley, 42-36. So we come back to the field of play here. Elkhorn South, 56 seconds. And now do they call timeout? For some reason, they call timeout. So we will continue to remind you that Husker football tomorrow on the breeze, 94.5. Pre-game at 6 a.m. Kickoff is set for 11. And again, the news, we keep trying to keep an eye on this, but haven't seen anything uh, as of yet. The city of Lincoln, Lancaster County, uh, Friday afternoon, Lincoln City and school officials said all youth sport activities in the county would be prohibited through December the 6th, and apparently that also means all high school activities, which means there's a chance we may not have the state football finals coming up at Memorial Stadium. So now they get in the formation. They're still in the shotgun. They will actually take a knee out of the shotgun this time. It'll bring up third down. And one more snap. And this football game will be over as the play as the game clock goes inside 40 seconds. Melcorn South came out, scored on their first two possessions of the third quarter and made it hold. One more snap. Waiting for it in the shotgun is Stratus. Taking as much time as needed. There's the snap, clean knee ball game. Carney High will see their season come to an end with a record of 5-5, five and five, playing almost every top five team in the state of Nebraska. And Elkhorn South is now 10-1 and one with their third win over the last year against Kearney High, eliminating the Bearcats for the second straight year from the playoffs. They beat them in overtime in the last game of the regular season, and Kearney just couldn't find enough offense and Guy Rosenberg, the longtime coach here, takes the storm to the state championship as he shakes the hand of the greatest coach in high school football, Brandon Cool, as their season will come to an end. But you couldn't be more proud of what these Bearcats did. 0-2, had to go through the COVID, got a chance to play all this way, shocked the state last week by knocking off Bellevue West but just couldn't get over the hump tonight. Their defense was so, so good. South just got into the end zone one time, and again, that was just a 40-yard drive because Carney had to punt into the wind the first two times in the third quarter and just couldn't get much out of them. The final score, the storm of Elkhorn South 10 and your Carney Bearcats 3. Coming up, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have the final stats. We'll update the scoreboard from the playoff games around the state. And we'll wrap things up on a Bearcat season. Stay with us here on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Look Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is now offering an orthopedic rapid care clinic. During these uncertain times, our goal is to help take the burden off of our local hospitals. New West Sports Medicine is now offering a walk-in clinic for your orthopedic problems, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. No appointments necessary. Most major insurance is accepted. Call 308-865-2570 for more information. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery's new rapid care clinic. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Doug Duda with you here from Elkhorn again. Thanks to Athletic Director Roger Ortmeyer and the crew here. It'd be a great place to do football anytime. And Carney comes up just short now as the Students are allowed to mingle just a little bit here with their football team as Elkhorn South wins it by a score of 10-3 to over the Kearney Bearcats. And as usual, uh, when your season ends, there's just those extra moments out there. We've seen some joyous ones over the years at Foster Field, and we've seen heartbreak. As usual, only two can go to the finals, and only one can win it all. And we're just hoping that we have finals again the reports are, uh, and these are not official, that the state football finals will be held at high school sites of the best seed remaining because of the mandates that came down today from Lancaster County, which would wipe out the state football finals at Memorial Stadium, and they might play next Friday instead of the Monday and Tuesday of Thanksgiving. Uh, we are anticipating the possibility of hearing before the end of the night from the NSAA. Let's go ahead and take a look at the scoreboard, and then we'll come back and take a look at those final stats. Omaha Westside has put together back-to-back scores now, and they have taken a 22-16 lead over Millard South. In Class B, both games are at the half. Hastings and Elkhorn High are tied at 14 on 1230 KHAS, and Aurora leads Plattsmouth 14-6. In C1, 
Pierce leading St. Paul 21-14. That ball game is in the fourth quarter. And Adams Central still leading Kearney Catholic 27-14 just before half. In C2, Ord has just punched one in. They now lead defending state champion Oakland Craig 38-28 in the fourth. And Archbishop Bergen 7-0 over UTAN at half. In D1, both these games still late in the fourth, waiting for the finals. Dundee County Stratton 28, Tri-County 24, Burwell 37, Cross County 36. In D2, both games are finals. Sandhills-Thedford is able to rally for a 36-26 win over Falls City Sacred Heart. Bruning Davenport Shickley comes from behind to beat Central Valley 40-36. Two outstanding games in this afternoon in six-span. It was McCool Junction over Cody Kilgore 30-12, and Sterling outlasted Arthur County 60-58, the six-man championship one week from tonight at UNK's Foster Field. This is the New West Post Game Show, our high school football playoff coverage brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration, Elkhorn South 10, Kearney 3. The final stats coming your way right after this. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow, and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. Doug Duda back with you here on the New West Post Game Show. Let's go ahead now and take a look at the final stats of our football game. First off, for the Elkhorn South Storm, Cole Ballard in the first half, 10 carries, 34 yards. In the second half, 24 carries for 105 yards. That's 34 rushing attempts for 139 yards. In fact, Elkhorn South only threw the ball twice, and those were both wide receiver screens down the line of scrimmage. Uh, other rushing attempts in the ball game: Trevor Winterstein, one carry, four yards. Ben Warren, three carries, nine yards. Uh, Micah Nelson-Douglas, who was big in the win last week, didn't even carry the ball tonight. But Dylan Krause, before he got injured, three carries, five yards. Backup quarterback Will Stratus had uh, five carries for nine yards. Blake Daly, two carries in the football game, and that was good for four yards. I had 48 rushing attempts. 21 in the first half, 27 in the second half for 170 yards through the air. Again, Dylan Krause was injured with an ankle injury in the final minute of the first quarter. He was 3 for 3 for 26 yards. And then backup quarterback Will Stratus did just fine. Uh, He was 6 of 8 in the first half, 2 of 2 in the second half, 8 of 10. No interceptions, no touchdowns, 54 yards for him, 26 for Krause. That's 80 through the air, 170 on the ground, 250 yards of total offense for 13 first downs, no turnovers, 
three punts in the ball game for an average of 31 yards and four penalties for 25 yards. We only had one total penalty in the second half, and that was a delay of game on Elkhorn South. For Carney High, Parker Wise tonight carries the ball nine times for 26 yards. That just wasn't going to be a huge part of the game plan, but the junior will be back for the Bearcats next year. Preston Pearson had a little bit going with that quarterback follow a couple of times. Uh, His long run set him up on a goal-to-go situation uh, later in this football game, but couldn't punch it in. 16 carries, 47 yards. He was sacked three times in the football game, and those totaled 21 yards in losses. So Carney had 25 rushes for 73 yards, only rushing the ball for 26 yards in the second half. Through the air, Pearson was 8 of 10 in the first half for 62 yards, 4 of 8 for just 12 yards in the second half. No touchdowns, no interceptions. So Pearson, in his final game as the quarterback for the Bearcats, was 12 of 18 in this contest for 74 yards. Carney held to 147 yards of total offense, and they got on that first drive of the football game Went from the 32 to the 23, so 27-18. Now they got about 45 yards on that first drive and only managed 100 total the rest of the game. They had four punts that averaged 28 yards. They had two turnovers in the ball game, although Elkhorn South didn't score on either one of them. And five penalties all in the first half for 38 yards. I had Carney for eight first downs, two of those in the second half. Recap of the scoring. Carney High won the toss. They deferred. Elkhorn South marched the ball down the field to the 32-yard line where Carney stopped them on fourth down and two. They had converted a fourth and one earlier on the drive. Carney then took it down and settled for a 40-yard James Dakin field goal, which was money the whole way, and that made it 3 to nothing Bearcats, which would be their only score of the ball game. After Krause was injured in the final minute, Hooker got the first turnover. He recovered a fumble. Jack Johnson caught it but was drilled in the back uh, right as he took a step backwards. He had it long enough to be a completion, lost the fumble at the Elkhorn South 43-yard line, but they couldn't do anything with it. Then right before half, Carson Crouch, uh, they had a 23-yard pass play, the longest uh, pass play of the ball game, set him up first and goal at the three, but they were out of timeout, so they spiked it on first. On second down, they ran it, only got a yard, spiked it on third with 17 seconds. They had time, but they spiked it, and then they decided to try the field goal. But Carson Crouch missed a 25-yarder. There was a delay of game, backed him up five, and he hooked it wide left. And so it was 3-0 Carney at halftime. Carney got the ball driving into the window to start the third quarter, three and out, a short punt of 28 yards, set up Elkhorn South. At the 49-yard line, they marched it down, got inside the five again, but settled for a 20-yard field goal by Crouch. 6.01 to go in the third. We're tied at three. Carney went three and out again, and after a 25-yard punt, followed and tacked on by a 15-yard personal foul penalty. I guess I did uh, write that down uh, in the first half, but uh, that was in the first half, that personal foul. Excuse me. Uh, They were able to march it from the 40 take it into the end zone on a Cole Ballard two-yard run with a minute five to go in the third quarter. Crouch added the kick, made it 10-3, to three, and that would be all the scoring as Carney High uh, was not able to get into the end zone. They did stop Elkhorn South on a key fourth down and a little bit more than a yard at the 48 of the Bearcats. Carney then uh, took it no farther than the 50, and they were stopped 
on fourth down and nine as Teddy Prohaska got his only sack of the ball game, and they were able to get a first down and run out the clock. Elkhorn South 10, Kearney 3. We'll finish it up on the New West Post Game Show right after this. FOMO, noun, anxiety that an exciting or interesting event may currently be happening elsewhere. Well, you can forget FOMO now with PlatteRiverPreps.com. Thanks in part to sponsors like Florang Chiropractic, Platte River Preps is where the exciting and interesting happen. Schedules for your favorite high school teams, coaches' interviews, game broadcasts and podcasts, even a photo or two. Follow the best in central Nebraska at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. There's just one place where students are students first, and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports offer more than the joy of competition. Studies show that student-athletes in Nebraska are also likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in other areas of their lives, including academics. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Nebraska School Activities Association and the Nebraska State Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek is a proud sponsor of this broadcast and wish all of the area athletes good luck in their competition. Stop into Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek and see how Chad Messersmith and Mid-States Insurance can serve you. They will help you with all of your insurance needs, including auto, home, farm, life, and commercial insurance. Call 308-856-4913 or stop in their Elm Creek office at 121 North Tyler Street. Well, it's always a pleasure to cover our area teams, and we were sitting here hoping Carney High and Carney Catholic might go to the state championship. Carney High has been defeated. Carney Catholic trailing Adam Central at halftime, 27-14. The cool thing about that is at least there will be a Tri-City team in the championship. Also looking for Hastings, maybe Aurora. Let's give you one more look at what's going on here on the uh, Platte River Prep scoreboard, and then we'll uh, shut her down and hope to have some state championship games for you. Uh, again, those most likely are not going to be at Memorial Stadium. Uh, new Lancaster County health measures shutting down youth sports. We don't have clarification uh, from the NSAA. I'm sure has been working through the night to figure things out. But uh, word is that they're going to have these at home sites next Friday. So we'll find out. Uh, right now at halftime, Omaha West Side 22, Millard South 19. South was up two scores in that game. Class B, the games are at the half. Hastings and Elkhorn tied at 14. Aurora over Plattsmouth, 14-6. In C1, Pierce has defeated St. Paul. Another great one, 21-14. St. Paul falls last year in the C2 semis to the eventual champ, Oakland Craig, and the only team to beat him this year, Pierce. Opening night and tonight. And at the half, looking for more football, ESPN 14-60-15-50. It's Adams Central 27 and Kearney Catholic 14 in C2. Late in the fourth quarter, Ord 38, Oakland Craig 28. Of course, Ord was in the C1 final and fell to Aurora two years ago. They're up 10 late in the fourth. Archbishop Bergen has scored early in the third quarter. They lead UTAN 14 to nothing. In D1, Burwell has done it again. Last week, they won 49-48. Tonight, they rallied to beat Cross County 37-36. The Longhorns go to their fifth state final in the last six years. And it looks like they might get Dundee County Stratton. They now lead Tri-County 36-24 to 
in the fourth quarter. The D2 final is set. Sandhill Stedford will play Bruning Davenport Shickley. The Knights 36-26 over Fall City Sacred Heart and BDS outlast Central Valley 40-36. And again in six-man McCool Junction over Cody Kilgore 30-12. And Sterling in a shootout beats Arthur County 60-58. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For our producer-engineer, Zane Jones, I'm Doug Duda. State football action brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare and Husker Power Products. Thanks to Coach Brandon Cool, his entire staff, and as always, to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school athletics. And with the restrictions, more and more folks won't get to go to the games. And we're glad you're listening here on Power 99, ESPN Radio, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. For our producer-engineer, Zane Jones, I'm Doug Duda. The final, Elkhorn South 10. Carney 3. Have a great weekend, everyone.